And now, James and Stu present the top turnbuckle podcast. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Another episode of Top Turn Buckle Podcast with myself, Stu. And James. Uh, this week we will be discussing our top three overrated wrestlers, our best WrestleMania moments, be match, pay per view, or promos. And we've got a few subjects we're going to cover with a bit of a debate at the end of the episode. Okay, I'm looking forward to this one. I actually think this is going to be quite controversial. Yeah, I think it's. it's I, think, I think out of all the ones we've done, this will be the most controversial one. Yeah, we, we've discussed um, a few times in the past with you know people we think are overrated. Um, you know, last week's obviously we covered the underrated wrestlers. This week, me personally, it did not take a lot of thinking to do. No, it didn't for me either. I would just like to give a big shout out to Jonathan Coote, who did manage to act like a psychic and pick three quarters of my list. So big props to you, mate. We have an announcement over Jonathan as well. Four, episode four. Four, yeah. Jonathan will be our special guest. Indeed, we're looking forward to that one. Um, Looking forward to what what Johnny's going to bring us, especially with our topics that we're going to cover uh, in the next episode and what we'll be talking about at the end. Um, and I'm sure that James, as it's his pick, will uh, divulge the information of what the topics will be next for our next episode right at the end. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm actually going to do that right now. Ooh. Yeah. I, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to leave it to Jonathan. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, nice. So, Johnny. Yeah. It's your pick. So once He's a special guest at the end very of the true, day. Very true. So, uh, yeah, uh, once, once this episode goes live, Johnny... Give us your top three and your topic as well. Whatever he wants. Whatever he wants to talk about, he can talk about. Our audience is so important to us. I think we said that before. Mm -hmm. And we absolutely love the interaction with all you guys. It's a fantastic group. And I'm sure with our hardcore fans, they're fully aware that what our choices are, are our own independent choices. We, We... Within the overrated, we're not necessarily going to slag anyone. Well, we probably will. Well, but two of mine definitely. Well, actually, no, or three of mine definitely are. Yeah. So <laughs> actually, we probably are, but it is our own opinions, and yeah. everyone, as we've said before, is entitled to their own opinion within absolutely. the absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'd like to also just just briefly give a huge thanks to Adam Cox of Dear Download Podcast for um, giving us a shout out on their last episode. So uh, thank you very much for that, Adam. Much appreciated. Cheers. Wonderful. That's lovely. Thank you very much. So should we go straight into uh, our top threes? Yeah. I think we should start with you, actually. Really? Because I think the last two times we have... I think the last two times we have started with me. Oh. So... I'm honoured. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic, So should we start in reverse order and go for the... Third choice first? I I, I don't think mine are in particularly any order, to be honest. So I'm quite happy. Mine absolutely are. So my third choice was not tough at all, but it was tough to pick one of the two. And uh, my third choice is Charlotte Flair. Okay. Uh, just my my reasons for it is, and as I said, it was a tough choice to pick between her or her father. I'm not a massive fan of Ric Flair. I never really have been. I find her tedious. 
I really do. I, I just find her whole atmosphere with everything that she does, I just find it tedious. And also, I think the, fi- the final straw for me was the incident where her and Nia Jax had a spat in the ring. Yeah. And that, that was deliberate, man. That that was, you know, and let's face it, Nia Jax it is was, not the greatest performer. It was anyway. unprofessional as it, hell, wasn't you're, it? You're, you're at the pinnacle of your career. If you're with a company like WWE, if you've got an issue, fucking leave it backstage. Yeah. There is no room for that shit. No room at all. And that was just completely unprofessional to me. And by all accounts, from a lot of articles that I've read, she is a pain in the ass to work with. Yeah, well, here's my uh, take on it. I, I actually think that since Andrade yeah. left, she has had a bee in a bonnet, and I Big think time. she's almost boo-boo faced. Yeah. I think she's. I think she's. I can't even put my finger on what the problem is with her. Uh, she seems to me like she hates everyone. Yeah, I think mean, legit, we- and, and I'm, I'm talking like. It comes across on the program. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like she's not cooperative with no. anyone. She, she doesn't like anyone. I'm talking from the backstage, yeah. you know. I think she's a terrible seller, a moose. Mm. Absolutely dreadful. And I recently watched the highlights of her, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, for the, the Mania headliner. Yeah. Uh, 35. That's the one. Yeah. And let's face it Ronda Rousey's not exactly the most experienced wrestler but she came across more of a fucking professional than, than Flair Flair botched so much moves she did a natural selection move and let go of both of them I'll be they, honest with you I, just I, awful I, I actually can't remember it was terrible I can't it is a dreadful dreadful fuck and to say Ronda Rousey was better than her in that match is really saying something because I haven't got any fucking time for her either no I <sighs> When she, when she was in NXT, I could get the hype because yeah. in in terms of Charlotte, because one thing that really impressed me about Charlotte is I don't know how true this is because I think most people would know, mm. but she told everyone that she never told her dad that she entered the business. Bollocks. I don't buy that for a no, second. No, I'm not sure, no. but... Why would you... Oh, it, no, just... It skewed me oh. a little. It skewed me a little, I have to admit, because... Uh, I, I do a profession where my father's involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's he's of a higher standard of, yeah. than me. So I kind of relate you to her. Mm. To um, an extent. To an extent. Yeah, yeah. You have to but come from... Because you know my personal oh, yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to come from the, the point of view where some people will immediately say of your abilities, you're only there because of your father. Mm. Which actually, in my case... <laughs> It's completely untrue. Yeah, I, 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 I would, I would say, I would say, David Flair, though, did he? No. <laughs> but I mean, like, like you said about the whole NXT era for it. Yeah, she was talented then. She was good. She was getting over. And when she was a heel, she was a heel. It was great. But now you got to look at her and like, how many times has she had the the, the title? Oh, I think it's boring. It's I, it's dull. It yep. is dull as shit. She's done everything she could possibly do. The best thing I genuinely think for her for that company. Part ways. Move She'll on. She'll end up in AEW, mate. Move on. Oh, God. No, don't. Um, that's, that's, do you know what? That, uh, this is going to be a real negative subject for me. And I, I want to <laughs> stop. I want to stop my number three right there. Otherwise, I'm just going to go right off on one. So, I, yeah, that is, that's my number three pick. Charlotte Flair. End of. I'm done. The only, Next. <laughs> the only thing I've got to add to that is, is what I said at, at sort of the beginning of my thing. I think that this situation with Charlotte 
started with the release of Andrans. Uh One one thing I was going to ask you though, do you think she believes her own hype? Yes. Yeah, so do I. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. On. I made a little bit of a faux pas then with my uh, words. Since the release of Andrade, and then you've had the situation with her dad. Yeah. I, I can sympathise to an extent because it must be it, I suppose it could be a horrible atmosphere there at the moment yeah, she yeah. must feel quite vindi- you know vindicated you mean yeah, yeah. vilified vilified is yeah. the right word isn't yeah. it I, because you've had the Dark Side the Ring episode which is exposed to Father yeah, and she not good for the flair name in a hole no mm. so chip on her shoulder maybe but yeah very, very unprofessional at Absolutely. times at the moment. Absolutely. Okay. So I'll move on to my first one. I don't think this is going to shock anybody. Uh, my first one's Goldberg. <laughs> I, yeah. You have no idea how much I've been waiting to hear this one. <laughs> Let's go. What? Where'd you what? start? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying to do this seriously without laughing, to be honest, because he's... Should we, should let's try, be honest, he's... Should we try and do this one without bringing up Goldberg versus the ring post? Yeah, yeah, but I, there are so many that I can do. Many like, coming soon. Oh, God. <laughs> I've already failed at the first hurdle then. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, there's actually a common theme with a lot of wrestlers, I find. Yeah. And that's uh, when they're overrated. And that... It's that they're fast-tracked to success. Yeah. Oh, he is a perfect, perfect example of that. And my second one will be as well. What it seems is, it seems like they certainly create a stink around the dressing room. Yeah. They certainly think they're better than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Goldberg was an American football player, as we know. Not a bad one, either. I I really don't know that much about him. not a bad one. And the stuff, also, you know, there's 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 a few bits floating around on on YouTube of it. Okay. Yeah, not bad. World class. Well, you can't really say world class. It's only really played in the states, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. There's well. the Canadian football league. I don't know. Is it? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're fine. You're fucking fine, mate. I don't care. Uh, the, the the problem is, I'm actually struggling with Goldberg. There's so much I could talk about. I could do a whole fucking yeah. episode. Oh yeah. And I think that most people out there will agree with me with this yeah. one. It, Absolutely. It, it, again, he was fast-tracked. He was brought in and went on this ridiculous winning streak. Yeah. Do you remember the power plant that was at WCW? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they turned around and said they did a lot of work with him there. I'm sorry. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that power plant and seen what was going on <laughs> because he could only do two moves. Mm which was a spear and a jackhammer. If he had tried anything, uh, uh, and those were dangerous, God only knows what the other moves were like, because you have to remember, do you remember he brought in a kick? Yeah. Was that like the super kick kind of? Yeah, ended Bret Hart's career. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that was the end of his career. Yeah. Ended Bret's career. Absolutely horrendous. The, The guy, and I base a lot of this just not on wrestling ability, I base it on how they're perceived. Yeah. And in the dressing room, he is perceived, let's be honest, like a piece of shit. As a dick. Yeah. As a joke. He was politicking all the time. Yeah. He come to WWE and he was exposed immediately. Mm. When he come in 2003, 
there's such a level of standard to the wrestlers at WWE when he was put in the main event. I remember when he came on there against, against the Rock. The Rock. Ah, yeah, and the yeah. Rock, you could tell the Rock didn't know what to do with that. Nah. What, what can you do with a guy who's that size has got like you know as many moves as I could count on three fingers? Well, you can't do anything. Exactly. You can only have a two minute match. Yeah, you, know, you can have a better wrestling match with a. <laughs> you know what I was going to say. <laughs> you could have a better match with a fucking ring post. I prefer to watch ring post. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's uh, he's the the, the thing. <laughs> The thing that gets me as well is he's come back as a legend old and he wasn't even good at his no. peak. No. So you've got someone... I, I actually fear for him every time I watch him. There was... It was Elimination Chamber, wasn't it? The last pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh. That actually wasn't a bad performance by Bill, to be honest. He didn't hurt himself or injure anyone. So that was he pretty good. He himself open within, what, four minutes? Yeah. What but- is it with him? Is it... it What's the matter with him? He's he's like a six foot foot five, 240 pound guy that's got about the the dexterity of a fucking rotten peach. Yeah, he and he bleeds all the time. Like, literally, uh, he can't shave properly either. He's got a gust of wind or something and that's it. He's done. He must have a six inch gash on his forehead. I mean, I've heard stories that people have said that he headbutts the door behind when he's doing that and all that sort of thing and legitimately hurts himself. And it looks that way because when he comes out sometimes, and the reason why I said it looks like he doesn't know how to shave properly is when he's shaving his head, it's always cut. Yeah. yeah. And for TV production, that's not a good look. Why don't someone just wax him? That'd be easier. I'd probably rip his skin off, to be fair. But do, you know what I, do you know what I mean? It's a small thing, but I can't help but look every time he comes through that door with them security guards at his head, and he's always got a shaving cut on there. <laughs> Is that two things, and it is the only two things I want to add to that is, um, and it is a tough watch because we've discussed it before in the past, is, was it the Crown Jewel event, him and Undertaker? Well, that's the basis of my ring post, you know. That is, that's fucking scary to watch. Scary from the Undertaker's perspective. Not so much it could have ended his career, it could have killed him. Well, it it. I don't know if you've actually watched the Undertaker's documentary series, but that no. did him severe psychological damage. I'm not surprised. He I'm thought that he surprised. was going to die. He thought that when he got him up in that suplex, he talks about it, and that did some severe psychological damage to the Undertaker. He was scared for his Jesus. life. I'm not surprised. I mean, you could see the. You can look at every match of the Undertaker's career, and if he's won or lost, he has still got that dead faced expression. At the end of that match, he looked fucking angry. Uh, it's embarrassing. It's almost like they should have redone the match. Yeah. Uh, the other one I wanted to bring up as well to do with Goldberg, and I absolutely despise. I was so angry after watching this match. It was Goldberg and the Fiend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also, I'm always fascinated with people who are supposed to be either hard men or really yeah. tough, yeah. having such little flaky egos. Yeah. For example, it's obvious that Goldberg only goes to the Middle East because he gets cheered there. Oh, well, yeah, he probably gets a shit ton of money. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that the reason he goes there is is that the fans cheer him there. Yeah. When he comes back or is on the US uh, television, he does not get a good reaction. No, the crowd either don't give a shit or they boo the hell out of him. Yep. Yeah. But I, I, I could I could make a lot of points within matches and 
everything else. To me, he's clumsy. He looks like a catastrophe waiting to fucking happen every time. I was literally about to say he looks like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, you put me to that one. Yeah, yeah, uh, he is absolutely. I, I, I don't get it. I never have. And anyone who puts him in the distinction of Stone Cold Steve Austin up there with someone like him or The Need, Rock needs a slap with a wet flip flop. Yeah, right you're, the face. you're reaching. He's, he's get out, get yeah. out of this group right now. The door's that way. See you later. There's not, e- there's not <laughs> even, there's an argument that he should lose against every single person he Big comes time. up against. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Couldn't agree with that any. Yeah, couldn't agree with that any better. Okay, Absolutely. I'm I'm done with that. I'm going to let everyone talk about that in the yeah. chat. I I could make everyone in hysterics with some of the stuff I've got to say about him, <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm sure we can do. A, a we'll do topic that. Of that yeah. one day. <laughs> what I'm basically saying is I could do a whole podcast on how yeah, shit this guy absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Right then, my number two pick. Um, again, uh, another modern day one. Um. And I, I'm genuinely not, I wouldn't say upset to put her in this list because I do rate her, you know, in her NXT days, brilliant. In her main roster, her original call-up, absolutely brilliant. And unfortunately, it's Becky Lynch. Um, Everything of the last, I don't know, what, four, five years since the whole The Man character. Like, I, I, I genuinely liked it to start with. You know, proclaiming herself to be the man. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And she was an absolutely ideal character to have in the women's division. Fucking outstanding. And she proper, properly pioneered her division. Fantastic. But the, it's, it's the arrogance of her character as of late. And I know it's just the character. But it, it's turned... My, I've never, ever had a turn of opinion about a, a wrestler before so quick. Mm. This the whole arrogance, you know, the whole the Becky Two Belts thing. That was brilliant. That was that was fantastic. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. But it was when she started to get quite arrogant about it, it became boring so quick. I that and a whole oh, it's, and I know we've discussed it before, but the burial of Bianca Bianca Belair last year. I'm not sure if that's not a creative decision from WWE. I I oh. have I have. Difficulty with this one. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know where I stand on this. I, I'm going to be totally honest. Mm. I can see it from both sides. Yeah, this yeah, one. yeah. Like I said, you know, I mean, I, I, I as a performer, I do rate her. I really do rate her. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, she's come back real, real quick since obviously childbirth. And congratulations on the child, by the way. But. I, d- I don't know. It's just this this whole arrogance of a character lately. Is is it's I I don't know. I find it it stagnant. I find it dull. As I said, it NXT. Yeah, it, she was up there. She re- yeah she re- yeah she was up there. She is you know I, as far as the women's division go, I would quite happily rate her in in the top five best women's wrestlers that's come out of NXT. She had a fantastic run to start with. You know, she wasn't given many title opportunities to start with. And I think that worked in her favour. She got over. She really did. On a monumental scale, she became fucking outstanding. It's interesting, the perspective of Becky Lynch, because when you think about it, 
she becomes over because she's underappreciated and now a lot Massively. of people don't yeah. like her because yeah. she Overused. is appreciated. Yeah. So it's a difficult one. I, I would place it more on the four horsewomen. I think Ooh. the four horsewomen have a lot of influence yeah. Yeah, 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 within yeah. that. Mm. I think that I think it can become a bit boring at times. Yeah. I wouldn't put it so much on Bailey. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I wouldn't put it so much on Bailey. I I I'd put it on the other three. I think the other three really, really do think a lot of themselves. Yeah, I, and yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm. But I think at times they can be a little bit too protective in not letting anyone in. I mean, it's pretty obvious that Bianca Belair is extremely talented. It's pretty yeah, obvious absolutely. that. Rhea Ripley's got great charisma. Yeah. Liv Morgan's a fan favourite. Massively. And I think there's an element at the moment, and we failed to mention Alexa Bliss in there, by the way, who they have had issues with. Yeah. Yes. There's, they yeah. have had oh, issues yeah. with because if you look at it, she's an outsider from NXT yeah. who came in and made something of herself. Yeah, Absolutely. And those four were a faction, a yep. group. And in, and so, out, in and out of the ring. And, and I do feel sorry for Alexa. I yeah, know massively. she's not everybody's cup of tea. Love her. I, I do. I think she's great. Yeah, fantastic. I feel really sorry for Alexa because I think at times she's probably bullied backstage. I really do. Yeah. Uh, You've got to look at the power and the politics that goes yeah. on backstage. You've oh, got yeah. three individuals. And the three I'm talking about is Charlotte, Becky, mm-hmm. And Sasha, yep. who holds a little bit of resentment. Who would you say is the worst? Sasha. Do you know what? I'm so glad you said that. That was my pick as well. Yeah. Uh, my opinion changed on Sasha when I watched her on Stone Cold Steve Austin's po- uh, podcast, or his broken his skull. Broken skull. Uh, I didn't like her attitude. No, she came over... Arrogant. Yeah. Like she had a massive chip on her shoulder. Yeah, too, too much. I've got no issue with someone having a chip on their yeah. shoulder if they use it in the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for any of you that have not listened or watched that episode, go go over and watch it. There's something very unlikable about her on that yeah. episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, worth a check out, that one. That's my that's my perspective on it. That yeah. might not be everyone else's. I wasn't expecting her to be the way she was. No, and I, I, I still am a fan of her, by the way. I'm hit and miss. It, it depends who she's been built up against. I just didn't like her personality. But um, I, I, I found it really hard to. Yeah. I found it hard to engage with what she was talking about. Yeah. She was talking about being <laughs> on the same level as Vince eventually, and yeah, yeah let's, let's not even go there on that one. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna reach the top of this uh, and and no become no. a mega mega billionaire with my own company no. and all this. And oh, I, I just yeah. found it really difficult. Not like, like piss on your bonfire, love is no. Absolutely mm. not, but yeah. To go to to go back, it is. But I do just, like her. Yeah, uh, I do. For me, it, it is just it's just the arrogance of the character at the moment. At the moment, I find it massively overrated. Hence the reason why, uh, unfortunately, Becky Lynch comes in at number two on my top three. I'd like to hear people's opinions on that one. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a tough one. Yeah, I, I knew I, it was going to be a controversial. It's one. an interesting one for me because yeah. actually we do this. And we, we kind of do it improv. We don't, we, yeah. we, we've got a set, you know, we, we rehearse certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about everything before we record. I, I'm kind of stumped with this one. I don't know how I feel about it. And and I think that's fair for me, to be yeah. honest. No, absolutely fine. I was looking forward to seeing what your responses were going to be, to be fair. Okay. But yeah, thanks. 
So uh, over to you for your second choice. Okay, my second choice. This individual has been pushed more than any individual in the history of the wrestling business. Oh, okay. I believe, mm. and I think that I can back that up. It's Lex Luger. So close to being on mine. Yeah. So, so close. So, just like Goldberg, Lex starts from an American football background. Yeah. And he comes in, I think he's trained for a little while in uh, the, I think it's the CWF, which is... I'm an, not sure, to be honest. It's where the incident with Bruiser Brosy happens. Oh, right. Yeah. Ah, okay. And right. I think immediately... Lex gave off the impression that he was better than everyone else and he wasn't a wrestling fan. This this was kind of the insight into his narcissist uh, persona or was that just coming across way too naturally? I I think that they chose, and I'll get on to that, I think they chose the narcissist persona because it was perfect for Lex because it was Lex. There's stories about that which I'll get into which are really funny. Yeah, go for it. But I'll do that later because I'm going to start with why I believe Lex Luger is so overrated. We can always talk about someone's ring work and, you know, a bigger person, especially within that time period. He Mm. starts in the late 80s. Most people, you look at your Warriors, Hogan, and other people, even on the mid-cards, they are big, muscular guys. And it's not always brilliant ring work that makes you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's how you engage with the crowds, just just how you personify yourself. Yeah. You see that with someone like Hogan yeah. or Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Lex never had any of it. He <laughs> he never had any of it. He 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 had no yeah, personality. No. And I'll tell good. you what. Yeah, I'll tell you how I'll phrase this. Yeah. When you watch other wrestlers who you would say are technically limited. Yeah. Like a Hogan. For example, they could feed off the crowd. Yeah, yeah. They knew what to do. Yeah. They could structure a match and they, they could get the crowd's involvement. Yeah. Lex always seemed like when he was a baby face, he was gesturing to the crowd that he was firing up. Yeah. But it was more like watching a small fish. It was an organic yeah, it was an <laughs> organic. It was like he was telling them, Yes, cheer. Yeah, please whereas please ev- get behind yeah, me. Whereas everyone else that organically yeah, happens. Yeah, like, like your comparison with Warrior, as soon as he grabbed hold of that top rope and started shaking, you knew shit was about to go down. Yeah, the, the, the persona of the Warrior was stronger than the wrestling. Yeah. The entrance was the most powerful oh, part of yeah. the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, that entrance, the sprint down at the ring. Yeah, job done. But then, look in contrast to Lex. What you got? You haven't got anything. Exactly. And that's where my issue lies with Lex. In terms of being pushed, Lex is immediately pushed into the Four Horsemen when he oh, reaches course, WCW. Yeah. yeah, he was. I'd forgotten about that. They kick out Ole Anderson yep. and they place Lex in there and he is a fish out of fucking water, yeah, mate. You are dealing with people who are, well, they just live and breathe wrestling yeah. and then you've got Lex stuck in there and it doesn't work. They don't get on. No. Behind the scenes, it doesn't work on screen either. Then you get impaired with Sting in a face change. Yeah. And what happens is Flair actually leaves Mm -hmm. to go to WWF. And I'm always amazed at this with Lex. They immediately turn to him to be the the face, the star of the company. Which is ironic, bear in mind, he's with Sting. Yeah. 
So they use Sting. I think they're the dudes with attitudes. Do you right. remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking terrible. They use Sting, and Sting, so by the way, is best friends with Lex Luger. Yeah, no, or was at the time. So they use that, and he ends up. He's supposed to have a match with Flair, but Flair leaves, and he takes the belt with him to WWF. That's right. Yep. So he ends up having a really mediocre match with Barry mm-hmm. Windham, and there's a lot of like Mr. Hughes is involved. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, and. It's just crap. It was dull. And, and, and basically, dull as, dull, yeah, yeah. basically, he's May's world champion. Right. But they haven't got the belt, so they have to use another fucking belt. To... <laughs> so a snake bit before it starts, yeah. because the whole presentation is shite. Yeah. It doesn't work out. But then WWF see something in the guy, and they bring <laughs> him into the World's Bodybuilding Federation. Right. Oh, Do you remember oh, that? No, I didn't know that. Right, now... Lex immediately pisses everybody off within the dressing room. Yeah. Because the WBF are on guaranteed contracts. Yeah, yeah. Whereas everyone else had opportunities. Well, right. So Lex is a wrestler. Yeah. And everyone knows he's kind of being primed for WWF and brought in with this narcissist character from WBF. Was it, was it, um, was it Survivor Series he was brought in or SummerSlam? It was the Royal Rumble, but I'll get on oh, to that. Oh, it was the Rumble, yes. So, Sorry. Anyway, so he comes in on a guaranteed contract. Okay. So straight no, off? Yeah. Wow. Everyone else is on an opportunity. So straight, straight away, you've got a target painted on your back already. Yeah, he's immediately different to everybody else. Right. And go you imagine how that would piss you off at oh, the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. you got at the time, like, Bret Hart as a champion on yeah. an opportunity... And a pay is, I don't know how they do it, but you know what I mean. It's like the amount that you make through the gates is what yeah, you yeah, get paid. Yeah, yeah. Lex doesn't have to worry about that. Lex is on a set contract Shit. and a big one. Yeah. Wow. So the WBF goes under. Yeah. And as you were speaking, then they put him with Bobby Heenan. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, and, yeah and I remember that. They unveil him with all the mirrors and, and everything, you know. Yeah, they look unf- at that body. They unveil him as the narcissist, yeah. and it's it comes across as camp it's and gay. It's so I, cringy. It, it's not a homophobic thing, guys, but it's obvious that Vince is telling Bobby what to say here because it's like it's Bobby's com- going, "Look at the traps. Look at the abdominals. Yeah. You love yourself, and everyone loves you, and you have every right to." It's borderline, it, like hearing a pimp. Yeah, it, it was. was in, it, I wouldn't know. It wasn't even embarrassing. It was like insulting the fans. Yeah, it was. It was. It was cringy. It was really cringy. And like you say, it was complete. It's completely out of character for Bobby Heenan. Watch it back now, guys. It's on uh, YouTube. Well, and the network. It's the Royal Rumble nineteen ninety three, and it's the unveiling of the narcissist. It's really weird. Uh, so moving on from that. When he debuts as the narcissist, he's put with Mr. Perfect. Because if you remember, yeah, remember Bobby that. Heenan and Mr. Perfect yeah, having a feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea is to bring Lex in to deal with him mm. because Flair's going back to WCW. Yeah, that's right. So it's quite funny how they ain't the change. Because WCW... Yeah, it's almost like one of them knew that he was a prick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like WCW, Flair was supposed to give the title to Luger. Yeah. And then Flair goes and Luger takes over from him in the other company. It's yeah. just a bit... It's, it's, yeah. 
It's but, very suspicious timing, mm, shall we say. But Lex goes on to a feud with Mr. Perfect. And there are stories out there which I find fucking hilarious, guys, that Lex was a narcissist and did care about how he looked. That would surprise To me. a high level and was always in the mirror. And what Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, used to do, because mm. he was the ultimate troll. Oh, gotcha. Is he used to take one of his tassels off every match <laughs> to make him look uneven. Nice one. <laughs> so he would do it on purpose. So when they were on house shows, he would take one off every time. <laughs> so Lex had to then stitch one back on and make it look symmetrical and all that shit. Which, which is, uh, it's not even ironic. It's, I think it was well well documented how much of a practical joker Kurt Henning was. Yeah, but that's that's genius. Yeah, it's yeah something that subtle just to wind someone up is absolutely fantastic. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think, and I do give a big shout out to this uh, podcast, I think it's on something to wrestle with on the Lex Express episode, which oh. is episode three of Bruce Pritchard, something to wrestle yeah. with. And he really dislikes Lex. And it's uh, that, that whole Lex Express era. Was, yeah, well, that's what we're going to come on to yeah, next. So Go for it. So they lose Hogan because they only have Hogan for a short time. Yeah. King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Do you remember uh, against Shokasuna, the flaming yeah. camera? Oh, yeah. And he's gone because he decides, Hogan, now that he's going to be a movie star. Yeah. That went well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Suburban Commando. I actually quite like that I fucking, fucking thing. hate it. Yeah, I actually it quite fucking like it. terrible. I think it's funny. Oh. Uh, in, in a shit way, oh, you know. mate, I love a good shit film, but that is that's that's just on another level. It's fucking I crap. Hate it. Yeah, but I it's good it. fucking crap. Oh, it's not. It's so like, fucking bad. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great, mate. God, he comes down, you can see it's just Hulk Hogan in the fucking it's space suit. It's, it's, it's the bit I never understood about that whole costume that you had to wear. What the fuck was the point of the giant cod piece that you had to wear? Fuck knows. Like, that is just probably asked for that. Probably fucking so asked for that himself. Oh, it's a kid's I'm surprised Nobody needs to be seeing that in a kid's I know, but you, you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not yellow. <laughs> or with a big red stripe down yeah. Anyway. Do you know what? No, just, just quick, because this is funny. Do you know what always got me when I was younger? Because Hulk always had a certain voice, didn't he? On like, well, joke yourself, I'm oh, brother, yeah. and all that. Brother. When, when oh. he's in fucking Suburban Commando, he's got like this monotone shit voice, which doesn't yeah. go with Hulk Hogan. It's, it's oh. like Terry well, Belaya. Technically, wasn't that the first appearance as well? Was this before The Undertaker became The Undertaker? Yes. I thought as much. So Mark Calloway was one of the uh, mercenaries, I suppose you call them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something to look out for. Yeah. Yeah, if you ever want to see the, the worst possible and lowest point of The Undertaker's career before he was The Undertaker, go and watch that film. It's fucking dreadful. Yeah, The Undertaker <laughs> has a baby's voice at one point. That's, yes, because I remember the line at the end, was it the end or was a big fight or something like that? And he... Hogan turns around and goes, oh, that's why you guys never talk. Mm. <laughs> oh, We've segway terrible. We'll go back on Sorry, to Sorry, yeah, go back to it, Lex. So anyway, Lex. Shit film. Out of, no- <laughs> out of nowhere, I don't know if anyone remembers this. Do you remember the Yokozuna Slam Challenge? Yeah, on the USS Indiana. No, not Intrepid. Intrepid, sorry, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Lex oh. is a mega heel. What the fuck? Yeah. 
Lex Shoot, is a so. mega heel and no one likes him. No. Like none of the crowds. And suddenly no one can slam Yokozuna and someone's coming down on a helicopter. Uh, and out yeah. pops Lex in a USA shirt and picks Denim him up. Jeans and jeans and cowboy boots. Yeah. Because <laughs> he nearly went arse over tit. And he picks him up and he, he doesn't slam him properly either because everyone... Everyone has Lex on that. Do you remember they go, it's a hip toss, it's a yeah, hip toss. it was. Because it wasn't a good slam. No, it was fucking dreadful. But anyway, they then position him as the new Hogan. Mm. And they try and force it down everyone's throat. And it doesn't work. No, they, they, it, and that's the exact reason, like you said, it was forced. But can you see how many times this guy's been tried to be time. pushed? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's tried to be pushed now as the new American hero. Yeah. Doesn't work. And going into WrestleMania 10, they decide to abandon it and they go back with Brett. Oh, God. So then Lex, two years down the line, decides he's had enough for WWF mm-hmm. and tries to negotiate with Eric Bischoff. Yeah. And Eric doesn't want him. It's Sting who persuades him. Yeah. But this guy goes down in history as being the first person to invade mm. the WCW. That's right. Yeah. He oh, invades yeah. on the debut episode mm. on 19, in uh, that mall yeah. in 1995. Yeah. So there's another massive push for Lex. And again, it Which doesn't... Which nobody it doesn't, fucking asked yeah, for. No, it doesn't go anywhere. No. They push him again in WCW. When Hogan's part of the NWO and he's had the title for a long time, yep. Lex is the person who takes it off him. Mm-hmm. Which is just shocking to me. How many times do you need to be told this? You look at the talent that they had at that time. Like, you know, we're talking about putting like NWO here, aren't we? Yeah. How many people, how how much better talent they had at that time? Well, they could have been the guy that, you know, toppled Hogan. The the problem is with that is that everyone was joining the NWO. Yeah, there was that fact as well, yeah. (laughs) So Lex would have never joined the NWO. He did in the end because everybody joined it. But... I think it was like, what, 75% of the fucking roster were a part of the NWO at some point or another. I think they were building Sting mm. for the main push. Yeah. But they, uh, I believe they still had Savage they could use. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But Lex was even involved with the NWO turn, the Bash yeah. at the Beach 1996. He was one of the WCW uh, guys. Wolf, the Wolfpack. He was, was he part of the Wolfpack as well? Yeah, that was later on. I, I'm not that great with that time because WCW was so shit to me at that time and so convoluted that I I I couldn't even keep up with what they were doing I I know Kevin Nash was I know Sting was Mm -hmm. I think Luger was yeah Yeah. Yeah. in that wolf pack but I can't even remember that all I I can remember is the music yeah, I, I I will be honest. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was still watching WCW at the time, but the more and more the NWA. I mean, it was, don't get me wrong. To start with, it was brilliant. It was so different. But the longer it went on, the more boring it got because every pay per view just became predictable. Every house show became predictable. Everything about you know about the whole Wolfpack era hmm. and the NWO era just it it just dulled the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, there's my argument for Lex. My, my main argument is not that he's a bad wrestler because you can look at someone like a John Cena, mm. who, who I'm not a massive fan no, of. No, neither am I, but you uh, can you appreciate can, what he's done. Yeah, you can look at certain people yep. and you can see how they may have struggled with their craft in the ring. Yeah, yeah. But he's just really, really never... Never amounted to anything, Yeah, I suppose. 
Yeah, he, he yeah. was just poor. And I'm, I'm not really shitting on him. It, there was just nothing ever there. And I, yeah. I blame the promoters as much as anything for that. Yeah, 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 I suppose you could put it down 50-50. His own, you know, sorry, the you know pr- the promoting of him and, you know, the creative side of what they could do with his character and his own narcissism. Yep. Let you us know. know your thoughts on that one, guys. Yeah. I know that Jonathan agrees with me on that one as he delightfully pointed out <laughs> on Saturday night. So, uh, I'm going to go for my number one pick. Not a lot I can say really about this. I'm just going to go straight for it. It's Hulk Hogan. Okay. I think possibly easily the most overhyped, over, you know, just just everything's over. Far, far too over. He's quite renowned for not wanting to put over up-and-coming wrestlers and selling matches, not wanting to put the, the new guys over or anything like that. There's some of his contract clauses that he's had in the past with... WWE, WWF, WCW. Creative Control. Yeah, TNA and Impact. Sorry, not TNA, just Impact. Is I don't think you can get a better example of someone believing their own hype and from a guy whose finishing move is a fucking leg drop. Piss off. Just <laughs> piss off. I, you know, I, it's just... I, I, oh, do you know what it, it's, it, it's just everything about the guy just irritates the shit out of me. Just I've not once, once, even when I was a kid, you know, in our younger days of watching WWF, you know, the big hype of, you know, people like, you know, Hogan, Hogan Ultimate Warrior, Jake Roberts, Rowdy Piper, Rick Rude, Ricky Steamboat Dragon, people like that, you know, it just, you know, you could get me. As far as I'm concerned, Hogan can just fuck off. Stop. Just fucking stop. <laughs> so I, I, I genuinely couldn't give a shite. And the, the best thing I think that ever happened to people, this shit being pointed out to him, is the match. Was it WrestleMania he had against Shawn Michaels? That was SummerSlam. SummerSlam. When he was purposely selling. Oh, great. Do you know, because that flat out show, because Hogan, ref- was it he, he categorically stated in a contract or something, so I've read, he refused to lose. Yeah, there was supposed to be a big uh, legend versus icon, or you know, it no, was, it was supposed to be to a me. story around that. What was going to happen was, and this is what I heard, is that Kevin Nash was going to cost Hogan the match, right? And then they were going to have another match. <sighs> so he ruined the creative because right. what was going to happen was you would have Kevin come in, yeah, and he'd have the NWO link, yeah, 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 but he'd also have the link to Sean, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. So he'd be. He was supposed to be seen Where as split. Where does the loyalty lie? Yeah, and he was going to come down. He was going to finally side yeah. with Sean. Then they were going to have a rematch. Right. But Hogan wanted to just go pure over. Yeah, Hogan being Hogan, basically. So he, he ruins the potential for another big match and another big payday, really. Need it? Well, not really, but when you look at it, I suppose from the perspective of Sean and everyone else, it was a programme and they had the creative idea for it and right. he stumped it out for his own... Arrogance. Yeah, and his own benefit, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, which is a, it's the same shit that he pulled in Impact. Oh, he destroyed TNA, in my yeah. opinion, when he came yeah, in. Absolutely. He absolutely. Him and Bischoff. Ruined, yeah, just ruined it for his own ego, his own power trip, or whatever, whatever, however you want to sum it up. His own arrogance. Started having his daughter on it, didn't he? Did you watch any of that? I, I, I kept up with it. I couldn't bear it. It's the only only thing I genuinely enjoyed out of that was with, Bully Ray. Yeah, Bully Ray, was, and it I'd, was when he was finally given an opportunity to you know to branch out and be a singer, and he was good. Yeah, Lucky. I don't know, awful, and you can tell it was all about Hogan. 
Yeah, I I, oh. I I had switched off by then. I was so, pissed off that people like Daniels and Styles and oh, just Joe and everyone like that was Ken killing Anderson. underused. Ken Anderson. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was well, later. Oh, it was, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the uh, Aces and Eights era for Buddy Ray. Do, do you know what? I was long gone. Oh. I had enough. Let's leave that one for a, another topic. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, we can talk that, about impact. That 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 genuinely, mate. This is this is as far as I want to go with Hogan. He can fuck off. I'm done with him. I've never been really been a massive. He. It was a, as I said earlier, with the whole Charlotte and Ric Flair thing, I, and I wrote these down in order from three to one, and it was tough to pick Charlotte or Ric. My top two, after thinking about it, was Hogan or Ric Flair, and after thinking the fact that you know, my my final choice was finishing moves. Okay. Figure four, Ric leg, oh, figure four, Ric Lock. Who the hell? You know, figure four, Reg Lock. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a Thanks for four- doing that, because I don't Sorry. need to edit that fucking out now. Fig- figure four leg lock against a fucking leg drop. I will take a fucking Ric Flair finishing move any day of the week. I had to say Ric Flair finishing move, because I knew I was going to cock that up again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you want my point on it? Go for it. Okay, I I, I agree that he was I, limited. I the end of your sentence is going to be, he's a prick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It pretty much is. Here's my issue Mm. with the contrast when we were talking about Lex. Yeah. He got over and made loads of money. Yeah, true. I can't, I I can't, he made everyone else a lot of money as well. Oh, yeah, I I can't fault that. You know, as as a name, because I'm not saying it as a wrestler, as a name, Hulkamania made WWF a global phenomena. One thing about Hogan, which is really interesting, and Steve Austin picked up on this Mm. on the uh, Stone Cold podcast that he'd done with him, and this is absolutely true. If you get a chance, go and watch Hogan's work. And some of it was done in the late nineties yeah. in New Japan. It's really? a totally different wrestler. You've got you've got a guy on there doing drop toe holds and everything. Did- he was programmed to work like that by WWF. <sighs> His sh- finishing shame move. Shame on them then. Here you go. This is going to stump you. Mm. His finishing move was not the leg drop. Thank God for that. Probably because of, you know, NW, New Japan. I forgot what they called it. So he would whip someone into the ropes. Yeah. He would go the opposite way and he would run towards them and smash them with the top of his elbow. That was his finisher. Okay. So it's It's a difficult one. In effect, it's kind of like basically a face forward version of Chris Jericho's new one, Judas Effect. Kind of. Alright. So it's more of a MMA strike ish. Yeah, uh, game more that it's just a running elbow. Alright. It's 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 similar to a Lariat. Okay. But it's closer to well, being my, an elbow. That's my homework when I get home on YouTube for tonight. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it, it's cool. an interesting dynamic with Hogan. Right. I totally agree that he was a politicker. Yeah. I totally agree that he kept people down. Hogan's a difficult one because whenever you're number one Again, I was talking about this earlier. These people seem to have very fragile egos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he was so protective over himself, yeah. overly, and it he works in his it's, detriment. It's almost like he treated himself not as a not as a wrestler, but more of a brand. Yeah. 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 Which I, unfortunately a lot of professional sports stars from all different types of sports now are. Mm. You know, once you know, coming not even so much coming towards the end of their careers, but you know. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm 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 done. Okay, Fuck. yeah, so I'm um, again, 
Fuck Hogan. Let, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let us know your thoughts, guys. I know we're missing a lot of stuff out, but there, there is so much that we could go into with these individuals that I think that we'd overrun so badly. I, that, that's exactly why I cut my Hogan rant yeah. short because I could sit here for an hour and just yeah, I, 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 I could, I could go in, I could go into that one. Yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm done. I, I, I'll leave it for the viewers to decide. Mic drop. Yep. <laughs> Okay, you want my third one? Yes. Okay, these are in no particular order, as I said. Probably ex- with the exception of Goldberg, who I would place at number one. <laughs> this one, I think a lot of people, and I spoke to you about this guy, and I think it shocked you that he was on my list because yeah. he's a forgotten man, and for good reason. It's Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. We had a good chat about this before. <laughs> now, again, I'm not going to go too much into detail about this one, but... All I'm going to do is I'm going to list out the accolades of this man. Mm-hmm. And I'm it. going to ask you as viewers, does he deserve this amount? He's a four-time world champion. He's a Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. He's a Money in the Bank winner. Yep. And he's had multiple US title reigns. Yep. I don't get it. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't fucking get it. I never got it. I thought that he was boring. I thought he was one of the worst type of gimmicks where he was trying to be like a rich person it's like the million dollar man type of gimmick but it didn't work but shit (laughs) yeah they tried desperately with it like they bring him down with cars give him a ring announcer and no one gave a fuck as you know as I I was talking to James before we started recording this episode and when you you know when you told me that he was in your list my first reaction after talking about him was what was his finishing move yeah and guys we do know now but just to ponder that, this is a four-time yeah. world champion with those accolades behind him. Tell us all what his finishing move yeah. is straight off the bat and then look at someone else with those accolades mm. and I'm sure that you'll yeah. be able to mention four yeah, or five absolutely. signature manoeuvres these guys it's- have got. He, he, he's <coughs> not a bad wrestler. No, he wasn't. He was, as, as a performer, he was good, but... But he's not a star. no. And he was being shoved down everyone's throats. And I remember Edge's final match before he come back oh. and he had the Alberto Del Rio match. And I, I'm sorry, I just don't get it. I don't get why he was placed in the position it's, he was. Like I said, like, as we were discussing before. Did, I mean, can I, I just ask, did, did you think he had a good promo? No. Well, funny enough, which brings me to the bit that, I, that we were talking about beforehand that I mentioned with him and CM Punk. You know, the, the promo that those two were doing in the ring... Punk cut Del Rio off midway through his sentence and, and it sums him up perfectly. But for Punk to turn around and go, I swear to God, if you tell me one more time that it's your destiny, but Jesus, I'm going to start drinking. That is how boring he was. And Punk summed it up perfectly in those few words. I just thought using the word crap or shit is quite harsh. Yeah. I just thought he was bland. He's beige. Yeah, I just thought he was bland, and I, I, I never got why he was yeah. placed in the position he was. I think it's kind of <laughs> ludicrous, was, to be honest. He was the wrestling equivalent of terracotta. Yeah, and also, he he has got <laughs> one massive chip on his shoulder. Oh, massively, he, yeah. he has called out Triple H, his big nose, and all this sort of crap. The second time that he was let go. Yes, I think I've I think I've said enough about Del Rio. I do think he's an extremely underwhelming individual. Yeah, I, I'm sorry if anyone disagrees with that. That's just my opinion. 
I don't think he ever got over either. No. So, um, I'd yeah, like, we'll... I'd like to hear everyone's comments on that one. Yeah. Because yeah, that one, I, think that one, I think that one goes under the radar. Yeah. I think people don't remember how decorated WWE made Del Rio. Yeah, Winning true. the Royal Rumble is a massive honour. Genuinely, I'd completely forgotten he'd done that until you... Ev- everyone it. does. Just, you know. And it was the biggest Royal Rumble. That's why it was the 40-man one. Oh, God, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was It was the special 40, first ever 40 oh, men, and their winner Christ. is Del Rio. Look down the list, guys, of everyone who's won the Rumble, and apart from maybe Duggan and Big John Studd, mm-hmm. does he stand up to everyone else? No, absolutely not. But as we said, we'd love to hear your feedback on this one. Um, as all of the ones that were nominated uh, for our top threes, yeah, and um, yeah. I hope everyone's enjoying the matches. By the way, that I've been putting in the chat. Oh, or, they're great! Loved them. Absolutely loved them. If anyone has any recommendations, anything that they want to say, anything that they want to hear us talk about, yeah, any, honestly, please feel free. Any future topics, any future top threes, or anything that you want to bring up in discussions, yeah, please, please get in touch. Either write it on any of our social media pages or just private message either myself or James let us know we'd love to hear what your thoughts are and what your ideas for a topic would be really would as I've said in the chat the success of us is your success it's because, too it's because of you guys yeah. you know this is we, we started this for a bit of fun and you guys are the reason why we keep doing it so thank I, you absolutely love the page right then so our uh, our next topic is the uh, Wrestlemania Okay. Our best promos, uh, events, pay-per-views, matches, anything to do with WrestleMania. This, I am genuinely looking forward to this. Okay. Well, it, this is this is actually quite interesting because considering it's the biggest show of the year, this is actually quite difficult. This isn't as easy mm. as everyone might think. If you sit down and actually try and do this, it's quite hard. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know it's the uh, showcase of the year. Yeah. It's the biggest event that WWE, WWF as well, do. It is their pinnacle shining moment. This is the all eyes on us pay-per-view of the year. Nothing is on a grander scale than WrestleMania. Okay, do you want me to go first with this one? Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, so in terms of WrestleMania moments, my first one, and I think this will be on most people's list, it's WrestleMania 17. It's just the best WrestleMania, in my opinion. Yeah. It lives up to all the hype and probably more. It's it's a great card from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's topped off with the two arguably biggest stars ever in the company facing off both in their prime as faces mm-hmm. as the main event being The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell of a match. Yeah, and it is an amazing match. It is a hell of a match. The only down point to the main event is really that Austin turns heel, in my opinion. Yeah. Because um, it didn't work. I no, can understand it, it, but it didn't work. Mm. Like you say, from a, from a company point of view, yeah, all right, fair enough. But to the fans, did it work? Not really. It won the company's idea. Did not? No, it was Austin's idea. Oh. Company were against it. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> He he, he he was getting into his head a bit. He thought he was stout. Right. And he wanted to change back to a heel. He preferred being a heel, and he felt that he could do a better job as a heel. Which is mad, because even as a heel, the people still loved him. Yeah, and that, that's why, if you remember my argument back in episode one, that's why he's the greatest of all time, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I'm talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin there. Yeah, yeah. Because 
that character, you could never turn heel. No. You could was, try. He was too over. You could try, but no one would accept mm. it. What they'd end up having to do is do silly comedy skits. What? Yeah. And do you remember the angle and uh, Austin stuff with oh, the guitar? Yeah. With and the in the end, everyone... hat angle. Oh, everyone loved God, it. I, I loved it. I hated I, it. Did you? I absolutely yeah. loved it. No, I did not like it at all. I thought it was fantastic. But what, what I'm trying to say is, because that's the time of the Booker T supermarket as well, yeah. which is amazing. Oh, that was hilarious. You know, he 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 turns into a comedy character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just loved. True. He's just universally loved. I don't know anyone who doesn't like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and if they don't like him, I, I'd like I'd like to. <laughs> well, I, 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 he's fucking right. I'd not. I'd like to know why. Yeah. How? How can you not like him? Heel face doesn't matter. He was still great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, not was is. Sorry, is great. Well, he's on his way back, apparently. Well, we'll get to that at the end. So I've gone for WrestleMania 17. Guys, check out WrestleMania 17. It is one of the best. My moment from it is the match, the build-up yeah. with the Limp Biscuit promo. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you've got Jim Ross who sits in between them yeah. and does just this. That, pro- that, that promo is a proper... I, I will I will be honest, I am a big fan of Limp Biscuit. I think it was that era for their music. It is quite possibly one of the shittest albums they ever did as mm. a group. But from a promo point of view, that song, My Way, is the best song you could have chosen to depict yeah. that event. Yeah, no. And I, that main event more than anything else. I also think that the Jim Ross interview shouldn't be, you know, forgotten. No. Because it's a fantastic yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a serious sit-down interview between two megastars yeah. who give their opinion. And listen to what they say, guys. They're all about winning that match. Yeah. Nothing personal in mm. their minds. It's about winning that match. Yeah. Great choice. Absolutely great choice. Yeah, I could go on about the rest of the card. I'm not going to. It's pretty... Anyone who knows the cards, you know, I'll just read off a few... You start off with Jericho and Regal. You then move on a little bit later down the line to a really, really fun hardcore match between Raven, Kane and The Big Show, which goes all over the place. It's fun as hell. It was so yeah. much fun. Then you've got TLC. Yeah, I, I, I could, go, I could yeah. go on about that match you know, you forever. Got, I know. You've got, you've got TLC. You've got two, two absolute megastars in Triple H and The Undertaker facing off in the match. Yeah. You've got Benoit and Angle in a technical masterclass. Oh, just and I've, phenomenal And match. if I've forgotten any match on that card and done it a dis- disservice, I'm really sorry. But those are the matches that come to mind. It's fantastic. This is why I was so looking forward to this topic and hearing what you've got to say, because the passion that you've just you know oh. shown just with that event itself yeah it's great it is great it is great I won't lie that that came very close to being my pick I'm I'm shocked it isn't it's my choice is well I think 19 is another (laughs) Wrestlemania that could have got on there see in in fact I'll tell you what I'll do this is a shout out to our special guest I'm going to change my Wrestlemania 8 pick and we'll do Wrestlemania 19 next for me oh nice very nice my pick was a bit of a, a double act. I went for a match and the promo from the match, the build-up to it. Uh, mine is from WrestleMania 29, and it is the streak versus respect. Okay. 
Mine is CM Punk against The Undertaker. Mm. Now, I know it's not going to be... See, I know you've got... You see the smile on your face already, says it all. <laughs> Listen, we, 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 we've, we've just talked about... Uh, I don't want to get anyone... Because he, he has such a following, mm. and the following are so hardcore... Is, I I, we, I do like punk or yes, yes. Punk. Right, okay. I do like CM Punk. Yeah. I have sat here with Stu before we started this and talked about how emotional I found that AEW entrance with oh, the original Ring of Honor music yeah, the other day. The recent pay per view AEW Revolution. I absolutely loved it. And that but the hairs on my arms up yeah. as soon as AFI started playing. But I am not completely sold that he is the mega star that he is. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, you have your opinion about Punk. I love the guy's work. He can do no wrong for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think in terms of me, Yeah. I think that that sort of thing, what he did the other night, mm. approaches that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because that, to me, he sold me on his career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. made me remember all those memories of Ring of Honor. Yeah. And then I look back on it and I look at what he's doing now and I begin to change my opinion. Which which is, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to pick something like this. Yeah, I'll let it's, you go on. I just wanted to make sure no, because absolutely fine, obviously I am smiling because I, I find it hard with punk, yeah. punk sometimes. The reason I chose this match and let's, it was, Taker was at 20 and 0 at this point. So how many years later was it the 21 and one. I think he was. I think he was twenty. Yeah. In this match. Yeah, because yeah, cause because the whole build up for this was going to be the twenty and one, and then you think it, you know, as in terms Bef- of pay per views before the match, I think yeah. he was twenty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to think from not in years of WrestleMania, but in performances from the Undertaker. We're not that far away from the streak ending. Oh, we're a year away from it. So, as I said, I picked the promo for this as well. At the time, you had Punk, who was a Heyman guy. I absolutely love that era of Punk. With Heyman, they were brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Now, it was quite recent at the time that Paul Bearer had died. Mm. Now, I know this was obviously going to be a tough thing for, you know, for the creative purposes to want to bring in the death of Paul Bearer into this story. Because you're talking borderline personal here for Undertaker. Now, obviously, I know they were both involved. I've seen interviews in a few documents, to, you know, that has backed this up. It was their decision. As a collective, it was them three that went with this storyline, yeah, which I, is I, I'll just fucking in, brave. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just interject. I didn't like it. See, yeah, I was... I, I, I didn't like it. I, 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 felt, I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah, as I was to start with, and this is exactly why I've picked it. I think it was, it was brave... But it was also like, oh, shit, should we really be doing this? Mm. But let's face it, if The Undertaker's not happy with it, do you think he would have done it? No. Exactly. No, but so. I, I, I look at it from the point of view of Paul Barra's family as well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, I'd, I'd bet money that The Undertaker had been in touch with them. Yeah. There, I, there I, must have been at some point where, you know, he's obviously spoken to someone and gone, look, this is what we're going to go with. If you're not happy with it, fuck it, I won't do it. I, I just think personally for me... Personally, for me, similar mm. to some of the other stuff they've done, like Katie Fick, I wouldn't put it on the same level. Yeah, but it didn't entertain me. It, it made me feel uncomfortable. See, see, that's yeah. It, I was the same. I, I was uncomfortable, but I wanted to see where they were going to go with it. Mm. And this this build up was it wasn't 
a short term, you know, sort of a couple of weeks or a month before Mania. This was a good couple of months this went on for. Yeah, yeah. I, As I say, I think it's everyone's personal preference. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, it, it kind of took me out of it. Mm. I, I, found it re- I found it really uncomfortable. I think we're dealing with entertainment here. Yeah. And we do, and, and there's a, there's a... There's a fine line between entertainment and... Yeah, yeah. someone, it's someone's, because it was, it, it, it was aimed at like he's dead yeah. type of thing. Yeah. It was a little bit... I was incredibly uncomfortable with the whole uh, Heyman coming out dressed. Yeah. As Paul yeah, Bear. That, I was, that, that I was, point, I, I, I will admit, I thought, oh shit, I no, thought that's I, too much. I man. thought it was trying to be too edgy. Yeah. Well, However... Uh, it did lead, I think, to some of the best promos I have seen The Undertaker do in a long time because it became sort of a merge of characters. You had him full decked out in The Undertaker gear, but it's almost like you had the attitude of the dead man, mm. the American badass. It's like, you know, The Undertaker, the dead man, and the American badass all became one. Yeah. You, uh, again, I'm, I'm not... Uh, this is a good match. Mm. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna slight this at all. Oh yeah, oh but, believe me, I'm gonna get to the match as well. What what I am gonna say is, it's not that I disagree with it. Mm. I think AJ Styles managed to do that, not CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll get with that. Yeah, look back at the Boneyard match. Oh yeah, it's just shame. Shame there was no crowd interaction with that one. I think that's the only thing that was letting it down. But obviously, you know. We were mid-COVID still at the time, at its highest. I think it's perfect. I think Undertaker was in decline. I think that if he was in the ring, we wouldn't have got the dream match that we would have. Yeah. I think the production of a film was the perfect way for the Undertaker yeah. to go out because they could they could edit it down. Yeah. And, they could, and, and certain parts of it, I mean, apparently that took something like, I think it was 12 hours to film. So you imagine how Shit. how much they Production, took, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, put into that. So yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, valid I, point. Yeah, because you got to remember, think back to the Undertaker and Roman Reigns when he could hardly walk. Oh, I'm not even going into that. Because he could hardly painful. he could hardly walk, no, and he painful. You know, he he give us enough mm. life yeah. in the ring, and he was broken down. Yeah. So the perfect way to do it was like a film. It was like it was literally like the the last ride as, of a legend. Yeah, I see. And this is one of the reasons again why I wanted to go for this. Yeah, he was old at this point. Taker is no spring chicken anymore by this point. As far as the match goes, this is some of the best counter moves I've seen the Undertaker do in a long time. Yeah, I mean, you know, quick thinking moves like you know, as at one point where CM Punk nails him with GTS. And as he's falling backwards, bounces straight off the ropes and just grabs him straight into a tombstone. Mm. You know, I know Punk's not the biggest guy in the world, but I mean, this match went on for, because I had to check it. There is so much activity and so much manoeuvres that go on this match and it's only 22 minutes and seven seconds long. I like the match. I don't know if I'd call it a legendary match. I'd, you know, um, yeah, I will agree. It is not. I, don't, I wouldn't class it as a legendary match. It's just for me, it was one of the most entertaining matches I have watched in the last ten. I'll go. 10 I'll, years. I'll go along with it. It was a good match. Yeah. Uh, as I say, I have to be very careful that I don't come across negative on Punk. I don't mean that at yeah. all. I don't mean that one little yeah. bit. I, I, I do like. I, I, I actually really like Punk. Yeah. But I don't see him as the number one star. I still don't. 
one of the other reasons why I love this match. Yeah. Living Colour played cult of personality yeah. life. Yeah, I, 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 think <laughs> Sold. That, I, I think that's what, I think that's what put it over his big side. Yeah. That he got that entrance. It's, I mean, yeah, so he's he's going into that match essentially as the heel. Yeah. It's certainly and the crowd better. was it's, still going ape shit when he, when he came in. He was still being cheered when he came in. It's certainly better than The Rock and Cena. Yeah, I'm not going into that. No. I thought uh, that's that's one of the weakest fucking main events of years. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Didn't like it at all. I think Triple H and Brock was on that as well. It was. that. Uh, so Punk and The Undertaker were third from main event, then Triple H and Lesnar, and then it was Rock and Cena main event. Yeah. As a whole, because I, was, I can't remember off the top of my head what the rest of the card was like. But that year for WrestleMania was pretty dull. Yes, it, it was. It it sole its sole focus for WrestleMania twenty nine was those three events at the end. Yeah, there isn't much more on there. No, no, no. You happy with that one? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's um. I, I, the the, the I, one thing that I don't want to do for the viewers is I don't want to go into too much the nuances of the match in case I haven't seen it. Yeah. Because it is, it's it is worth. I mean, the 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 full matches on YouTube, or if you've got you know WWE Network, go on and check it out. It is worth watching. I mean, one of my, one of my other highlights for it, and it is just you know, it's not going to ruin anything. I promise you that. There, uh, it evolves around the old school move. Takers walk rope. Oh yeah, uh, 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 walking on the rope. Uh, Punk does him in the first one, knocks him off, and then Punk does it. <laughs> Just as a you know, this guy knows how to be a heel. Let's yeah, face it. Yeah, yeah. He and to does. you know, to take one of his own legendary moves because let's face it, Punk is not going to do a tombstone on him. No, we got to talk about the physics of things. It ain't going to happen. But to do the old school is like a massive insult to injury. You know, I love the match. I love the promos. I, I know it's a little bit too close to the borderline sometimes. For me, yeah. For yeah. other people, that might be fine. Yeah. But um, from a creative purpose, I love the two months worth of build-up. It yeah, it's nice, to, it's nice to say that. Yeah, it, I, it's just it's memorable for me. Yeah, it's a, it is a great match. It is yeah. a great match. I, so, I, yeah, if you haven't seen it, go and me. check it out. It is where it's from the Undertaker's career. I think you know, looking at the last two Mania matches he was part of, and you know, unfortunately, it went the way that it did with the two losses to Lesnar and Reigns. This, I think. I'd have loved to have seen him end it on this. You know, as I said, the match was kind of, you know, mocked as uh, the streak versus respect. Yeah. Perfect. Could Should have ended it there. But I also do agree with what Punk has said off air and off card in certain, certain few interviews. And this was kind of the catalyst for him kicking off. That calibre of match compared to the other two matches above him, that should have been the main event. Yeah, I, I've heard that. So here's here's the problem with Punk, and this is this is my issue with Punk, and this is going to piss some people off. Let's go for it. I listened to some of his stuff with Colt Cabana, and he was going on about a 50-year-old degraded man. That guy deserves some respect. I'm sorry. Are we talking about the Undertaker? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I, 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 there was there were certain that. things that I heard in there, mm. and he was going on about part time of this, part time. Fair enough. Mm. But at the end of the day, he you can have that. your opinion. He carried but it, but have was some loyal to it. Have some respect. Yeah, because yeah. some of the stuff in that interview. It's really shit. Do you think more at the time it was just pure out of anger, frustration, and hatred? Uh, not hatred. Sorry, anger, frustration, and resentment. I think a lot of his points are completely valid, but I think that you have to be very careful when you 
disparage someone yeah. who's had such a story yeah. c- career and you should I, pay I'd, I'd bet money now he probably regrets saying that you know because let's be yeah. it's, it's the undertaker yeah the, but that's my problem with punk as a legend yeah some of the things that he said a lot of them i agree with yeah certainly uh, yeah, on yeah. the product yeah but a lot of the personal stuff he said about people yeah. i don't I, I i don't agree with i think yeah. sometimes he's come across as a spoiled brat mm. And I, I really do believe that. Uh, that might piss a few people off. Yeah. But as I say, that doesn't mean I don't like punk, I do. Yeah. I really, really do. You're punk. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yes, I, yes. I really fucking am. But I see him as having a tarnished reputation similar to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I see him being extremely controversial. Mm. But again, I'm sorry, I don't see him on the same level as Shawn Michaels mm. in the ring. I don't. And I'm going to leave it on that note because yep. we can go into a whole new topic. I know. <laughs> so, um... I, I've changed mine. So, originally, I gone, I had gone for WrestleMania 8. Yes. I'm going to change it. Okay. I'm going to go for WrestleMania 19. Okay. Which is very, very close, only two years apart from WrestleMania 17. Yeah. But, for me, it's the second best WrestleMania. It's star-studded. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of whether you have Hogan versus Vince McMahon, arguably two of the biggest <laughs> stars of that company having a street fight, <laughs> which is pretty cool, to be honest. Yeah. Roddy I, Piper makes an appearance in the middle of it. You had me sold at Roddy Piper. Yeah, and it, it, it played back to the WrestleMania 1. Yeah, as, yeah, as I stated in our first episode, my favourite wrestlers yeah. of all time, Piper was in there. You had uh, Shawn Michaels on his return in WrestleMania versus Jericho. It's yep. a stunning match. That is student, outstanding. Student versus, versus the master. Yeah, teacher yep. type of match. It's really, really good. Yep. Yeah, Austin and The Rock for the final time. Yep. The third one, the end. Yeah. Maybe it's their second best WrestleMania match. I'm not a massive fan of WrestleMania 15 and their match. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. I wasn't a fan of it at all. I, I, thought I wasn't it, a fan of the whole pay-per-view, to be fair. Yeah, it's not a good pay-per-view. No. It isn't no. 15. No, it seemed like a clutching at straws mania, if I'm honest. Considering that it was one of their biggest years, yeah. the as far as cards and budget yeah. was spent on it. Well, well, just the hype, yeah. uh, because this is when they're at their peak of yeah, the attitude yeah, era. It's not that great a pay per view. No, it's, it's certainly yeah. not a WrestleMania quality pay per view. But you've got like people like Mick Foley in the middle <laughs> oh, against the Big Show. Oh, please don't, please. And please. it's like two minutes long. Yeah, uh, no, it's not just, even just, there, just, yeah, stuff Another like one that. Of my favourites. Let's not. But anyway. That. Going back to 19, yeah. you have Lesnar versus Angle. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the main event, but in my opinion, the main event was Austin and The Rock. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it kind of it goes back to what I was saying about Punk and Taker. That match should have been a, that match should have been a headline, and much the same as the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I just think I look past the last match thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually think that the main event was the Rock and Austin. I think yeah, that was the match been. that everyone yeah. wanted to yeah, see. Absolutely, was, you know, like you say, it was. It was the match that the fans wanted to see, and ironically, I remember it being the match that all the promos were the focus of. Yeah. So that's what I don't understand about that that whole Mania promotion itself. All eyes seem to be focused on the Rock and Austin again. But here's the thing, and we talked about this before. Now I don't know. I think that Brock has held the title maybe twice at this point. But it it was very early on with having the title. 
Yeah. This is what I was talking about in the chat, if you mm. remember. I don't know if anyone else remembers this about Adam Page. When you hold the title for the first time, yeah. normally, it's extremely difficult confidence-wise. Mm. You look at the stars around you yeah. and you're placed on last. Yeah. You're yeah. meant to be the main guy yeah. and that can fuck with your head. Yeah. That can fuck with your head. It's happened to multiple people. It's happened to Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know, and they'll all tell you the first reign's the hardest. Yeah, absolutely. Bret Hart especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, it's usually in the second reign when someone feels fully comfortable to go. Yeah, with the belt. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Because I was, I mean, going back to what you were saying about the whole Adam Page thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I put the comment, you know, originally first, um, saying that you know I think I personally felt like his his run at the moment has, and I love Adam Page. Let me just make yeah, that clear. Yeah. I love him. Even before the AEW era, I absolutely love Adam Yeah, I, I do. Brilliant performer, great promos, very charismatic. You know, to quote him, does, love that cowboy shit. D- does he not strike you, though, as someone, because he does, for me personally, strike you as someone who suffers with confidence issues? Yeah, because at the moment, with his, with his title reign at the moment, and this is why I stay, you know, the comment I made was that AEW, I feel, near, at the moment, need a heel mm. champion. It feels like he's, he's either not confident of his own capability or he feels like he's holding himself back. Now, I know he's better than that. Yeah. I think anyone that knows, so any, any you know, I'm, I'd be very, very surprised if there's any listeners or followers of, of, of our podcast or our social media pages, if there is anyone out there that doesn't know the work of Adam Page, Jesus Christ, you've missed out on a lot of years of quality work. He's great. He is absolutely fucking phenomenal. Go on YouTube, check out his work, and then come and have a look. Since he's won the AEW Heavyweight Championship, have a look at his promos, and he's not so much his in-ring work. His in-ring work is still world-class. Yeah, and and, and there's there's patterns there mm, with Sean and Brett. Yeah, yeah. Carrying that belt. Yeah, it, is yeah, the belt absolutely. too heavy? Yeah, at is the, the moment. pressure too much? Yes. Has he? You know, and it's not the case of has he peaked too early? Absolutely. It's not. also not the case of is he good enough? Because oh, he, he is. He's world class. It's the confidence. He's absolutely world class. But is it? Is it, is it just a case of first time nerves? Yes. Yeah, For I me. absolutely agree. For me. Absolutely agree. You gotta think he—he's ending the cards mm. when, in you know, behind him was CM Punk and MJF, mm. Brian Danielson and John Moxley. These are seasoned guys who have yeah. had the titles, who have established themselves. Yeah. This you've, guy's still you've got trying. You've got also new additions like Keith Lee. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think he'll have the same issue. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I think he falls under the and, same bracket. And again, and Jesus, we really are going off on a tangent here. You know, I, and I, much the same as Adam Page. Keith Lee in ring is phenomenal. For a guy his size to do what he does is just, it's un, it's unheard of. I, don't, uh, I, 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 I think I put in the chat and uh, in Facebook, I think... He's got unlimited potential. Yeah, same here. I've never seen someone that size move like that. No. Though I still think the funniest thing I've ever seen of him was uh, 
I think it was Adam uh, Adam Cole running down the uh, the aisle and just out of nowhere, I pushed him. just checks him straight into the crowd. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> a combination of two individuals oh, who, who are absolutely to time that bump, yep. to time that jump, bang on perfect to catapult him up and over the crowd. Brilliant. Yeah, that well was safe. On, that well was safe as hell as well. Yeah. And I, oh, I, I imagine that the crowd area there. I'd bet money there's a, there's un, uh, you know un you know ununiformed officials yes. in the crowd there as well. Yes, you know. You I got, seriously doubt. I seriously doubt that was the crowd yeah. over there. there. You know, there's going to be about five or six guys in there going heads up, fellas. But you're about to get a first hand experience at Adam Cole. Mm. What do you mean? Oh shit, he's coming this way. <laughs> So shall we move on? Yes. Because I, I I mean WrestleMania 19, give it a watch, guys. I think yep. that's where we were. I actually can't fucking remember. Uh yes. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um yeah, we're just gonna do it uh, we're gonna end um the episode today with a brief discussion on the upcoming I I've got more. Oh really? I've got one more. Oh go on then. Sorry, I didn't realise you were done. <laughs> <laughs> I've got My one bad. more. Sorry, uh, I'm getting eager, man. That's yeah, it. I'm that's... eager about the next one as well. <laughs> no worries about it, mate. I think Daniel Bryan winning the title was special. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that was really yeah. special. I felt special for the crowds. They were fed up with the bullshit that yeah. was going on. And I just think it's a WrestleMania moment. I think it's probably, if you look back, and, yeah. you know, people argue with me about this. You see, again, I don't want to make this about punk, mm. and I really don't because I do because really, really punk like punk. I am. I always, I always have been. I'm going to keep milking this gravy. I, I always <laughs> fucking have been. But for me, Daniel Bryan is the biggest star. Absolutely, yeah. And he's been the biggest breakthrough face, and that was so deserved. Yeah, yeah, too right. Absolutely too right. That was the. the there couldn't have been a more deserving no. or nice person. Yeah, because to... he has he worked his ass off to get there, man. Mm. It felt so you real. Know. Yeah, it, Kofi's one similar, but it's a copy. Yeah. Kofi's was close on mine. It, 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 it was, but it was a borderline, you know, it was scene for scene remake. Yeah, uh, don't get on, me a, wrong, on I, a personal I, level, I, I loved it yeah, for Kofi. I, oh, mate, I was so behind Kofi Mania. Yeah, I was absolutely. I'm with it. I'm not stating that I was against it at all. I really was, but it was, but it had been done before. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, and here's my issue with the Liv Morgan thing because I thought they were going to go down that route. Oh, I didn't want that to see be seen as yeah. a carbon copy because yeah. I thought that's where they were going to go. And they just seem to have buried her again. We will have to wait and see. Mm, well, time will tell. Yeah. Um. There was, see, as you said, there was another one for you. After what you you know talking then about Daniel Bryan, you know it was another memory that just popped up in the head that I was, I will be honest, I hated his character when he went solo. Yeah, and I'm going to say Seth Rollins cashing money at the money at the bank. Contract. Very very close to being on mine. Cashing against Reigns. It was amazing. Lesnar, that was awesome. Just that image of him stood at the top of the ramp after winning the belt. Stamping his feet, swinging it round like a lasso. I just think the music hitting and knowing perfect that, timing that someone is actually going to cash in yeah. on the main event, which yeah. they've never done. Yeah, and I do like Seth. I do. Uh, I just. I, I think that I liked him then. I don't. I don't like the character now. I yeah, just, I just find I, it, you know, like really, mate. You're you're so bad. It's like a B-rate Joker. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a whacking Phoenix yes. Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn the world down. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 pointless. Where's it gonna go? 
Fuck no. It, it can't. It's crap. It's, you know, go back to the architect era. Yep. That was brilliant. That cash-in was perfect timing. So we'll, let, we'll have that as your other one then? Yeah, that, yeah that's, well, I, that was I a think, spontaneous I, one. I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. That that was very close to being online. Yeah. Other than that, I'm all out. Yep. Yep. There's not many moments. No. Look back and you look at Daniel Bryan racing the titles. The, you know, it's a perfect finale for the Yes movement. Yep. That was brilliant. You had Brett being hoisted up at WrestleMania yep. 10. But then that's skewed because Owen comes out. Yeah. So it's, it's just a little tarnish at the end. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, really? It's really Fuck good, sake. but it, it, it's not a moment because no. it's, it's setting something up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, so yeah, but we're basically, we basically, you know, we were trying to... And it was fucking hard to pick. Yeah. You know... Because you're looking for a conclusion. Yeah. You're looking for the, the ends and... The fucking family coming in and yeah, the celebration. The wife, the kids, everything. But it's difficult to put Brett's one in there because Owen is standing in the old way, almost tarnishing the moment. It's a bittersweet ending. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm done. That's, that's, yeah, that's it. I am, yeah. I'm not adding anything more. That's fine because we we, we just keep going. (laughs) So just briefly to summarise then, because we're heading... Into WrestleMania yeah. season, should we have a like ten minutes about what we think's going on at the moment? Yeah, so uh, I was looking ahead yesterday. Obviously, some of these matches aren't finalised, but these seem to be the main rumours that are, are circulating online. Um, obviously, we've got matches that are set in stone. We've got title versus title, winner takes all. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. How do you feel about that? Nah. Yeah, same here. Couldn't give a toss. Uh, women's championship match, sorry, women's raw championship match of Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. How do you feel about that? Let's get a bit. He's just shaking, he's just shaking his head. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be taking a lot of piss breaks. Oh, oh, God. You know, they say you always have a piss break match. I think I'll be in the toilet the whole fucking time. Mate, I will quite happily sit and eat the hottest curry and be glued to the toilet for 30 minutes for that one. Bearing in mind, I think that's 25 minutes too long. I, can, I, I just don't see any excitement in that match. No. Why, why are we having that match? You tell me. I don't fucking know. <sighs> I don't even know if Ronda's going to stick around. No. Uh, again, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. Uh, I like Belair and so I'd, like, I. I'd like to see her have her moment yeah. of WrestleMania. Ooh, I know sorry. she had it last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I I would like, to, uh, basically, I'd just like to watch Bianca Belair, yeah. uh, how good she is in so, the ring. So I completely, completely forgot to ask, this is one of the main reasons why I wanted to start reading these off. I want to see your predictions and my predictions for this. So let's go back to the beginning. Uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, who have you got? Reigns. Yeah, sadly, I think that's the way it's going to go as well. Um, I, I I think they've got plans to keep the belt on Reigns for a really long time. Yeah, same here. I think they're going to push him to be the longest-running title holder of all time. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Flair and Rousey, who's your winner? Rousey. Yeah, I think that's a given obvious. Uh, Lynch and Belair. Belair. Yeah, I'm, I've got, yeah, I've got Belair all over that. And here comes my first what-the-fuck moment of WrestleMania. The Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. I'm not even going to fucking comment on that. Uh, right. I'll, I'll, I'll be in the toilet throwing up, not pissing. I'm not. I'm, I used to be a bit of a Mysterio fan in his earlier days, WCW and earlier, you know, debut on SmackDown days. I know you're not a massive fan, which who, is who what I'm not going to. Who are we talking gonna, about? Mysterio. Ray. 
I, I am a fan. I think he's in the overrated category. Yes. I right. think he's. I, I don't think he's. I think he's a trendsetter. Yeah. Because he come over. He come over from like AAA and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And the American audience saw that type of wrestling maybe yeah. for the first time. Yeah. But if you go back and you watch something like, I mean, you only get a small snippet there, but uh, the Royal Rumble in 1997, yeah. where they bring in all the triple <laughs> A guys to the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Lucha Libre is a style like that. It's very gymnastic based yeah. and acrobatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I honestly don't think that Ray is that much different from many of the others. I'll give you an example. WrestleMania 14, mm-hmm. the lightweight heavyweight match, there was a guy called Agula who fought Takamichi Noku. Couldn't even tell you. Yep, and S.A. Rios as well. Oh, yeah, I remember. Another... originally came with Lita. But if you remember, yeah, if you remember those guys, yeah. those guys were like that. Yeah. And I don't see <coughs> too much for... Uh, see, uh, 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 people are going to really fucking I'm, hate me on this one. I'm, I'm genuinely going to put a comparison now. Right. Yeah, but to, to think so, back to S.A. Rios, yeah. right? And the technical moves that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Do you yeah. think he's any different from Ray? No, absolutely not. See, here's my comparison. Right. So we're going to put, so the top Lucha star of WWE, which you got to say is him, because I think he's the only fucking one in it now, does it anymore? I'm trying to is there think. anyone else? Uh, Apart there's from his son? Uh, that Humberto fucking, oh, what's his yeah, name? The one yeah, who goes yeah. around acts like he's a woman's he's man. He's with so- a- uh, Angel Garcia. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I suppose um, you could add him. Oh, I right, don't fucking right, know. Right, okay. So let's compare <laughs> Let's compare Dominic and Rey Mysterio, Umberto, and Garcia. Yeah. Right. Now let's compare him to Pentagon Jr. Well, there's no comparison. Like the Lucha Brothers and everything. Wow. There's no, there's no comparison. No. They're not just Lucha wrestlers. They are wrestlers. Yeah, they're class. They they're, are. That is, and I and I do love the whole Lucha Libre style. Yeah, I do. They are out of this world. Yeah, th- but that's what my issue is. My issue is is that Ray was seen as that he was on another pedestal to everyone and else. He's, and he's not. When I, I'm not saying this like cockily, but yeah. I was watching AAA and I was watching people do that sort of stuff yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, what the. Fuck is Logan Paul doing in this? I thought it was going to be Cody. Well, so did I. <laughs> well, this was not. I've got a mis- you know mystery partner. Here comes Logan Paul. I oh, shit. Did you watch that episode of SmackDown? No. Was it SmackDown? Oh, who gives a crap? I don't care. I'm glad I when didn't. They, I, honestly, I kid you not. When he announced Logan Paul, the crowd went, <gasps> "What?" Yeah, they all thought it was fucking Cody. That's why. Was I? What the fuck are you doing? WWE likes to disappoint its fucking audience. It puts a little feeler out there, like the missus calling fucking Cody. You've done that on purpose, <sighs> and then it fucking brings Logan Paul in. Right. One I'm, of the most hated oh, individuals. Oh, fucking dumb. Right, I'm going to really sound harsh here, and I apologise to anyone out there that is a Logan Paul or Jake Paul fan. Fuck them. I can't stand them. I think they're fucking spoiled idiot brats. You know, his dipshit brother is proclaiming himself to be the greatest boxer because he's got five undefeated, you know, winning streak. How about you fight a fucking boxer for a start off? You fought a boxer, an ex-MMA star, and a, I don't know, fucking postman, as far as I'm concerned. Piss off. I'd like to see him get in there with Deontay Wilder. I know Wilder's not the... uh, most technical, but I'd like to see Wilder knock his fucking block off. I want him to still fight Tommy Fury. 
I, I, this I is just, a guy who trains with his bloody brother. Yeah, I, I would like someone... Knock the shit out I'd of I'd like him. the cocky bastard to get in there with someone who could do a real... For, not See, not, yeah, not permanent seen, damage, because that's bad. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, I don't wish anything, you know... You know what I mean with Deontay Wilder. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of Deontay Wilder, but one thing Wilder will do it's is knock a mother... Shit out of him. Yeah, I'd like to see someone... <laughs> I'd like to see him get fucking tagged by Wilder with a I'm right. Genuinely, you want, you can't see this, but my face is genuinely... I've got genuine anger for these two. I can't stand them. Do you know they what you want to do to make yourself feel better? Brats. Do you know what you want to do to make what? yourself feel better? Think about that right that Wilder's got mm. and imagine that landing on one of their fucking faces yeah. and you'll feel a lot do you know, better. Do you know what would make it feel even better? Watching it in slow motion afterwards. Yeah. Seeing that, you know... That's what I mean. Right. I, 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 it annoys the shit out of me that there are millions of kids around the world that look up to these two pricks. But eventually, eventually, his mouth is going to get the better of him and he is going to end up in there with someone like that. Have you, have you like seen that. the other one that he's trying to do in MMA at the moment? I don't know. I know he's, he's, try, I know he's trying to call out Canelo. I would like to see that as well. Oh, you're an idiot. We better, we better get back on oh, track. Anyway. I, would, I think everyone knows that... Oh, fuck Logan Paul. I couldn't give a shit about I'd that I'd love match, to see that way. as a hashtag. And I don't really want to ask this because I don't really give a toss. Who's your victory on? Who, me? Yeah. I know who mine's on. For the Miz and Logan Paul versus Mysterio. My uh, money's on Logan Paul and Miz. Yeah, and I bet uh, it's Logan Paul that gets the pin. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know where to go on it. <sighs> I'm surprised Bad Bunny isn't in there. Which, which is a shame because he's not actually that bad. I know, but... But instead, you've gone for that mug. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot, though. <laughs> I'm not joking. Fucking idiot. I could sit here for a day and tell did you, you see... how much these two piss me off. Did you see the way Lesnar threw Bad Bunny out of the yeah, fucking... Yeah, that was, that was painful to watch, man. Uh, that was painful. Okay. Yeah, who's ne- your money on? What, on, on the Miss one? Yeah. I don't even care. I know it sounds bad and I should right. make... So should I don't we even... veto that one? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Fucking right, we're vetoing that I'm not match. even going to watch care. it. Uh, next one, I think this has got to make into being something really special here. Edge versus AJ Styles. Yeah, that's my uh, that that's the one I'm looking forward to. I think this could continue afterwards. I am going for this. I I don't care about who wins this match. I'm no. just looking forward to it. Same. I'm, I'm going to go AJ. I'd like to see AJ get a little uh, bit of a run going. I'm going to go Edge because okay. he's going heel. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a dirty end. I can see AJ winning and then Edge doing something like he done the other day. Ooh, good call. Good to call. set it up yeah. moving forward. So next we've got the uh, Raw tag team women's titles. Uh, Zelina and Carmella versus Naomi and Banks. Is it bad to say that I just don't give a fuck about any of these? Oh, uh, mate, this is... To be honest with this you... This is why I'm, I was looking to forward be, to this. To this be is, honest This is with not you, a great card. Yeah, to be honest with you, I... I was really looking forward to WrestleMania, but now I've seen all the all of it oh, on mate, paper. Mate, the worst is to come. The worst is I know, to come. I'm having Wait for fucking it. trouble here. Because... My money on this one is with Naomi and Sasha Banks. Yeah, same, same, whatever. Yeah. I, I, Zelina, I find annoying. Carmella, I meh. She she's more focusing on a TV show with um, Corey Graves. So I think that's going to be the end of their tag title run, and she's going to go off and do a show. My money's on Naomi and Sasha Banks. Fuck no, I actually quite like Selena. Get out. I do. Take take your notes. Get out. I, I like her. She <laughs> she she works she works really hard. I mean, with Tommy Ends, uh, yeah. 
Malachi Black. I mean, yeah. she trains with him all the time. She's worked really mm. hard at her craft. She may not be the best, but she tries fucking oh, hard. It's, it's just uh, like it's just the on mic stuff. I just find her yeah a, a voice like nails down a chalkboard. <laughs> Sorry, and there's no disrespect to her at all. But I, I think her in ring in ring work is fantastic. I don't mind Carmella. That. I think it's dog shit in the ring. Yeah, I, I, I terrible. She's better off fucking. Yeah. Doing Corey that Gray. shit with... Uh, Sorry, I thought I saw you yeah, going with that one. <laughs> yeah, if she, if she fucking wants to. Yeah, anyway. Uh, or pissing about with our truth at, at the back or something. I yeah. don't know. So next we've got uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. This is a shame for me because I'm a massive fan of Drew, as I've so said. Uh, I'll, big, I'll, watch big... it, I'll watch it just to see Drew yeah. win. Drew's going to win. Yeah. So. Uh, my money's on Drew McIntyre. I can't see I can't say you can have Corbin winning and move, no. keep moving this on. No. Then you've got the next one. This is one I was looking forward for you hearing. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, <laughs> Tell us what you really think. Do you know what? To be fair, Pat ain't that fucking bad as a celebrity. I don't give a he shit. Was in, neither do I. I really don't. Neither do I. The only thing I genuinely like about him is how he dances on the table when Shinsuke Nakamura's music starts. Yeah, and Rick playing the guitar. I, 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 I find that hilarious. I, I, Other than that, he can fuck th- off. This is the issue. They, these matches lead nowhere for no. me. They, there's nothing Austin I, Theory great talent wasted I think he's really fucking annoying uh, I've, I've been watching him and don't you think he's just another rip off of Randy Orton yep. when he was younger absolutely uh, that's yep. all I see I just see a clone of Randy you Orton know, from with, like with the whole arrogance thing do you know what I see a piss poor version of Owen Hart when he turned heel yeah I I, I think he's extremely talented but I think that what keeps happening with WWE is they keep taking this stereotypical young, yep. good-looking, yep. cocky social media-based superstar. Well, just person like a Randy Orton yeah. when he was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they keep building them up as protégés, and yeah. it's the but same he's, shit. Yeah, different but he's Vince's day. His boy, James. He's Vince's boy. Yeah, so was fucking Randy. <laughs> I've never seen so much disgust on your face when you I, saw that. I, 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 I like, got a photo I like Austin Theory. He comes from no, the I end, do. He comes from the NDC. He, but it's this shit that he's <clears> got going on at the moment with Vince is just bored. It's, it's not even boring. It's pointless. Is he the one who stole the fucking egg? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Highlight of his career so far. Yeah, Other than that, and getting the shit kicked out of him by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyway, I'm going to veto that one because I don't care. I, it sounds like I don't even like wrestling when I'm I looking do, at this. But, but, I love oh, wrestling. You know, right, so here's the next one. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. I might just watch that because I do actually quite like Johnny Knoxville. I like Sami Zayn and I fucking love Jackass. Yeah, I, I think I'm this will be. This. I think this will be quite <laughs> fun. I, mean, I, I genuinely think Johnny Knoxville is going to shock a few people. Is this for the IC title? Nah, no. I yeah, hate to break that one to you, mate. He's lost that. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I'm happy with that because I don't want. No. I, I I don't want a celebrity IC holds. champion, isn't it? No, Ricochet. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Finally, yeah. actually yeah. recognising some fucking talent. Yeah, too right. Uh, yeah, so I find that one pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right with that. Sami Zayn. After the last three that we've just listed off, the best one that we've come to so far is Sami Zayn against the guy who got kicked in the dick for a living. I know. I'm all for it. Yes, yeah, so am I. I, I, I think it's genu- good. I genuinely think Johnny Knoxville is going to shock a few people. 
I think he's going to know a few moves. I th- I think it'll just be a joke match. I think yeah. they'll get. I-, I think they'll both be doing jackass stunts like. Who's your money on though? I think Sami Zayn will win. I think Knoxville's going to win. I think, but I think something will happen yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they all beat him up as a group. Yeah. Shall we go to the next one? Because you got to protect the business. Oh no, sorry. You got to protect the business. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. So, and this is. Builders, not a match, inverted brackets. It's the KO show. I can't wait for this. And you fucking bust. I was going to build this up, man. I had like a minute's worth of build-up. I was going to do it. You've just shat on it for a great Everyone knows what we're going to talk about. It's the KO show. And as we all know, the big, big announcement is the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can't fucking wait. What can you say? Uh, I was a little bit concerned that... We might be getting a shadow of Steve Austin. I was up until you saw the promo. Same. I was sold. Immediately. It's the best thing WWE had done in fucking years. Yeah. I can't believe it's been nearly 20 years. But that's how you fucking build something. Wow. I didn't go out on my own terms. Thank you for igniting this back in me. You bastard, you've taken the piss out of where I come yeah. from. I'm coming for your fucking ass, and I'm going to kick your ass. And let's face it, right, I'm going to cut to the tra- chase straight away. Money on. Clean Austin. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think it'll be a match. I think it'll no, be... No, I think it's just going to be a beat down. I think, I think this will be a slanging match yeah. that turns into a fight, mm. and then it turns into a beer celebration. And yeah. do you know what? That may be repeated over and over again, but I never oh, get fucking You're never going to get tired of it. Yep. You're going to see those two cans flying up in the air, smack together, and then chug back in one. Is there anyone out there that tells me they can't be bothered to watch that? I, I don't think he'll be a squash. I think I think Owens will get his licks in. I think he'll get a stunner in. The one thing that makes me very confident that Steve Austin knows what he's doing is very protective about his career. Yeah. He's always never wanted to come back and be a shadow of himself. Yep. He knows what he's done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Jim Ross mentioned that. Yeah. He said, I think he said something along the lines of, the modern day fan needs to see Austin in his full theme. Yeah, of yeah, what yeah. It was in the attitude here. And yeah. he said, you guys ain't got nothing to worry yeah. about. Yeah. So he, know, he knows Austin. He knows that Austin is... He's not bringing gonna back fuck that, you yeah. know, not to quote, you know, part of his name, but we are about to see a stone cold badass return. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't think he'll return fully. I just, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean it's a full on career. Yeah, I think this will be it. I think there might be an impromptu bro that mm. might do something really funny, like him throw like fucking popcorn over his head, yeah, yeah, like yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. It'll be one of those funny Austin beatdowns yeah, that we all love. Yeah, start in the ring and then go around the barriers around the outside and yeah, you know, like smack when, him over the head with a, someone's cup of beer or yeah, something. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. They might even like find a bedpan somewhere yeah. and fucking Someone do an will be Easter. on crutches and he'll wrap one of them. Yeah, around it, his it's going to yeah. be something funny like that. Yeah. And to be fair, Austin. It's going to be a WrestleMania moment. Austin always delivers in that funniness, yeah. even though it's violent. With it, a straight face, he is fucking brilliant at deadpan humour. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah. That. So we're going to go to the last two matches, uh, whether these are confirmed or not is you know, a different matter. But this is, like I said, this is just what I've found so far online. Uh, next, we've got the SmackDown tag team titles. We've got the Usos versus Rick Boogs and Nakamura. Uh, not really that interested in the match. 
Interested in watching the progression of Rick Bakes. See, now, I mentioned him to you a while back, I think it was. Yep. And um, and I remember stating, watch him. Yep. Side. This, this guy is, uh, is a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, and he's got character. Do you know what, though? For me, he's a heel. Yeah. Do you know, facially, do you know who he reminds me of? Freddie Mercury. He looks tight to me. See, I, I, honestly, I Rick Rude. I yeah. see Rick Rude in him. A little bit. Yeah. But I'd like to see that happy-go-lucky character, which doesn't transfer well when you're dealing yeah. with wrestling, yeah. suddenly turn into a real nasty son of a bitch. Bailey. Yeah. That was unexpected. So, yeah, I, 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 I think he's got talent. Yeah, I think time. he's, uh, yeah, but not in the not in the way he is now. No, I'd love to see progression, and I think he's got. He's he. I I think I stated to you before. Like I think he's got it. Yeah, he need. Uh, I think we talked about Madcap Moss, and I said about that. <sighs> who we hope is okay. Yeah. Uh, on a tangent as well, going on to Big that e. with Biggie as well. Wow, and also another one that read recently. Um, Scott Hall, yeah, is on uh, from what I read. Yeah, life I, support at the moment. I I, I feel quite personal with Scott Hall mm. because I actually donated to his not a lot, you know, but I donated to his hip surgery. Yeah. Uh, through Indigo Go, and I've always been rooting for him. He's got a lot of demons, yeah, and he just yeah. can't seem to shift them. I don't know the ins and outs of why he's in hospital, Heart but failure. yeah, mm, but that's what I read. I would imagine, and this is me assuming, that he might have fell off again mm. or something. You know, you I, can't. I'd, I'd love to hope that's not the case. And I really, really But you know don't. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. You're always going to go there. And, and he, I, with, with, as far with his health, he has come so far. Yeah. You know, I, I, look I, at I'm, what he was like before he did all the work with DDP. Yeah. Which you is know. when I donated, which wow. was a long time yeah, ago. I really, you know, much to say, you know, I know it's, on, well, it is, it's obviously health concerns. Um, genuine, genuine, you know, uplifting thoughts and wishes go to Scott Hall, his yeah, family, we're, we're really Biggie f- as well, and uh, Madcap Moss. You yeah, know, fingers crossed. I, I'm not all. sure. I, I don't think Madcap Moss is that bad. I I, I think he's okay. All right, that's fair enough. It's um, it, it's it's more how shocking that was. I I can't watch. I I know this is going to sound. This might sound harsh because of what happens mm. to Biggie. I think the Madcap Moss one looks worse. Yeah, I would admit. And obviously the outcome was obviously sadly way worse for Biggie. Yeah. Um, but do, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. He does land on his head mm. and, and sort of roll yeah. Biggie. Yeah. But that one was a pure spike. That, yeah. And I I was so concerned. Biggie, I I just hope he gets better. He's a, such he, a nice he guy. Has, I've seen, released a video because I think I posted yeah. it on social yeah, media. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Um, and did also read, he did a personal shout out because Drew McIntyre um, was at his bedside as well. Yeah. Um, so again, well Good done. Good lads. Well done to Drew McIntyre. That's, yeah. you know, and everyone else in the, you know, professional uh, wrestling industry that sends their thoughts and that have been in to see Big E as well. Um, yeah, stay well safe in them in that ring, guys. Yeah, stay safe. Take care. And um, I know you probably well won't to, see it, but thoughts as well to um, Scott Hall. Yeah, massively. And his family. 
So, coming back to... Uh, so, we've got one more. Oh, we haven't done the pick for it. Uh, Usos, Boogs and Nakamura, who's your money on? Uh, I I imagine that, judging by WW, I imagine the Usos... Yeah, uh, to keep him with the bloodline. Uh, uh, do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a bit of a shocker, like something creative. I'd like to see the Usos maybe pin Nakamura, yeah. maybe catch him on a roll-up or cheat, mm. and Rick Boogs beat the shit out of Mac- Nakamura. So, now, my money is on the Usos to win, uh, but what my heart is telling me, I'd love to see Boogs go solo and smash the shit out of both of them. I think he needs to smash the shit out of... You need a heel turn, yeah? Nakamura, yeah. yeah. All right. I think that's what we're going to get. Out, out of all the ones that we've read off so far, that's the only one we've got a split on so far, I think. Do you know what, Matt? I know I, I don't mean to sound insulting, but I don't really give a fuck. No, neither do I. Do really. you? No. And here is the last one. I think this is going to be good. It's for the US Championship. It's Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think this is... this, And I think I can start... I can genuinely see the start of Priest turning heel. Yeah, I mean... we. Is Priest actually being... Is he the face of this? Uh, he's going into it looking like a heel. On the, on the slides. It's, yeah, it's on, it's on the cusp. I know there's been incidents, obviously, with him and Balor, you know, this, that and the other. But I think it is the right time for Priest to go heel. Yeah, I... He's got the look for it, man. Just I don't, the personality I don't know how, how I feel about Priest. I like him. Yeah. I think he's got potential. I think he has, but I don't know if I think he's got as much potential as WWE do. Yeah. It's going to be another big guy they let slip through the fingers, isn't it? Mm, I, much, I, like, much like his opponent. I'll, I'll give you an example. You know. Priest was in the Survivor Series match yeah. with Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah. And he got eliminated very quickly. Yeah. Quite crappily as well, if I remember. But I think it was quite fair because I think that Keith Lee was on a whole different level. Yeah. To Damien Priest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, no, I do I, agree. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just think, you know, you look at the people who were in that, like Champa was in there. Yeah. I can't remember who else was on their team. Walter was on their team. Yes. That's not going to that right now. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I actually thought that Walter was going to be the next me- uh, the next star moving forward. Yeah. But what There's the, fuck, to, what the yeah. fuck do I know? Do you know? Ironically, we can, that bring, well, that, that could actually fantastically bring us to our next topic of uh, uh, just a bit of brief news. And obviously we've covered the top one that um, I had written down was obviously the uh, the injury of uh, Big E. Um, which Ports is, and prayers is all we can say. Yeah, yeah. Also big news, uh, Vader recently in, uh, is going to be a new addition to uh, be inducted for the WWE Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll well go. deserved. I, yeah. I, have, I have my opinion on Vader being a little bit stiff in the ring. Yeah, but that, that, I, I would never take that away from what but he achieved. But he's and, an icon. For a guy yeah. of his size, back in those oh, days, yeah. can't take anything away from yeah, him. Yeah, he he, he's a legend. Yeah. We've also got the acquisition, and I don't know, you could call it a bit of a resurgence, hopefully, possibly, maybe, of Ring of Honor from uh, AEW's owner, Tony Khan. I'm going to keep quiet about that. That's all right. We can possibly save oh, that oh, for oh, something oh, else, to oh, be oh, fair. I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. We covered it briefly earlier, which was the recent pay-per-view of AEW's revolution. I went off, on a, not so much on a little bit of a, a tangent earlier with James. I personally, at the moment, and I'm going to let you have your opinion in a second, 
with the pay-per-views and how the story writers are building up these pay-per-views from show to show, house show to house show to build up to the pay-per-views for AEW, they are fucking light years ahead of WWE at the moment. Well, you've only just got to look at what you've just read out to me on your sheet there. Yeah, I mean... The, the problem is... is I, 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 and this is what bothers me about wrestling. And you know, I might, I might come across like this on the uh, podcast. I don't like feeling negative over wrestling. No, I don't. It annoys but me. It annoys me. There, there's, me. there's some legitimate talent yeah. in the group that you've read out, mm. but these matches mean nothing. No, we've got. So let's. Because where, even if you go to yeah. the top one yeah. of Reigns and Lesnar, what yeah. does that really? How, how many times have we had this before? Are we anointing a new generational star here? No. Are we? And I, I'm insulted by the fact that that ties the records of the most main events yeah. at WrestleMania. That's that's pissing on fans, I think. I I, I do Most like Lesnar's new character. I find it entertaining. I, I think it's a revelation for him more than anything but else. But is, is this Stone Cold and the Rock caliber? <sighs> no, no. Because that's what it's being yeah, built yeah, up yeah. to. Yeah. It's not. It's not. But then, you know, you look at um, recent pay-per-view main event, Hangman Page and uh, Adam Cole. Was that Adam Cole? Yeah. It was, yeah. Sorry, I had a moment of doubt there. Um, I don't know that we spoke briefly, honestly, uh, about um, at, uh, Hangman Page. Maybe a bit of nerves in there. But can you honestly tell me that was a crap match? No. Was it a main event match? Yes. Absolutely it was. Uh, it was... What, what, what you're dealing with here is you're dealing with AEW attempting yeah. to make a new megastar in yeah. their own name. Exactly. And these aren't mega, you know, these aren't wanting to make megastars out of nobodies. These are guys that have been up and coming for years. You, Adam Cole, but at AEW, wow. I think Adam Cole, as much as I like Adam Cole, I think Adam Cole's there yeah. to get yeah, Adam I, Page I, over. Yeah, I, think I, I completely agree with that, and I think that's the exact reason, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, Moxley uh, went there. Yeah. But I think he is also one of these big-name stars that is not afraid to help upcomings and put people over. That's part of the business. Well, that's what the business has been exactly. for years. That's what you've got to do. You've got to give these, giant, these, you know, these upcoming talents and these new faces and these big stars from other companies, you've got to be willing to compromise. You've got to be willing to help each other. But I, I, I just want to say, as much as I'm a fan of Paige, they must tie down MJF yeah. for as long oh, as gotcha. they possibly can because this guy is special is and a generational talent. Yeah, that feud at the moment that's been, let's face it, it's not a short-term feud. This has been going on for a long yeah, time yeah, now. And that's the, but that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of wrestling and that's what should happen. These guys should be able to move away from each other yeah. and come back later down yeah. the line and rehash this. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there should be a legitimate reason for these two to want to fight. Yeah. There's no title on the line. Yeah. So what you must do is you must make this personal. You yeah, that I see you took yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth and I was going to say you've got to make this a grudge match. Yeah. And that is exactly what that dog collar match felt yeah. like. It's it's got it to be personal. Ah, you beat me to it again, you bastard. But, but it was but it's it felt personal. It's 101. It's yeah. 101 one wrestling. It goes back to why I mentioned the Stone Cold and the Rock yeah. interview. Mhm. From WrestleMania 17, the idea of the interview was they didn't really hate each other, mm. but they're both standing in each other's yeah. way. 
And, and one of them needs to win. Well, both of them at the time felt that they needed like a drug to beat the other for yeah. that title. The, uh, what was it? How's the phrase goes? Because, the unstoppable force meets a movable yeah. object. Because I think Austin says that to him in the promo. I think he says, mm. I need to beat you, Rock. Yeah. I need it more than ever. Yeah. Or something like that. Like it's a, it, it's, yeah. it's a drug. And the reason why is, is because they're going for a title. There's nothing really massively personal there. Yeah. But the title is the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas MJF and Punk is personal. Yeah, yeah. There's no title there. But see, as well, you've got to look at the rest of that card on um, AEW's Revolution. House of Black. Yeah, I, I actually never saw this match. It was good. Mm. And it was also the introduction, you know, the, the, the in-ring debut of Eric Redbeard. Yeah, I did say that. He actually took the fall, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And what else did he do in that match? Did a couple of beautiful tributes. Yeah, to Brody. Yeah. And they were beautifully done. Absolutely beautifully done. Oh, I can't remember the name that he's going under at the moment. Pentagon Junior. Yeah, he's going under it. It's a, it's a he's turned into something. a dark. Yeah, yeah. Version I of love, himself. I love where that's gone. Yeah. I really love where that's gone. The, and the bastard pack. Yeah. I, I, oh, <clears throat> shit! That, that, the bed. That's WWE. That's there. why. Again, like I hope the passions come back mm. uh, in my voice because. When that card was being read out to me, I was like a wet lettuce. I was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I, honestly, I didn't. I, yeah. I'm looking at that. Whereas yeah. when I'm looking at Punk and I'm looking at MJF, mm. I'm looking at a rivalry there. I'm looking at two people who have a reason to fight. And, and the time has been invested. Yes. Perfect. Can I just ask them, like, where's Kenny Omega? Um, Is he injured? I'm not sure. There's a lot of stuff that he keeps posting on social media, but I don't know if he's injured. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't honestly tell you. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a crazy weird guy. I mean, he's posting pictures of him with signs at the moment. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, Kenny, I love. Keep I, love doing I, it. I love. I love Omega. Yeah. I mean, like you were saying about you know the the, the comparison of cards. Um, I don't know. Did you see the uh, tag title match uh, that was in there? The Luter Express. Yes. The Young Bucks. I find the Young Bucks, uh, sometimes I think they're the best tag team I've ever seen. Other times you want to slap the shit out of them? Yep. Yeah. I I love this one. Yep. I, I think they're mega talented, but yeah. I think sometimes they take the silliness too far. Yeah. I. It's the oddest pairing I've ever seen as a tag team, but Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus... Mate, personally, I don't know how you feel. Fuck, I think it works. I think it works, but I think that Jungle Boy has extreme potential to be a single. I didn't realise who his dad was. Uh, Perry. Yeah, Matt Perry. Didn't know that. I I think that Jungle Boy, regardless of that, has the potential to be a big star. There is something about him. However, I can seal a Luchasaurus heel turn. Maybe. It's, It's easy to. Yeah. But I didn't realise, he, apparently he was an ex-WWE. That yeah, he was. Let's slip through their fingers again. Yeah, he was someone who was not under a mask. Yeah. 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 I think we wrap up, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, I could, I could go on and on about that. So could we. We could talk but, all night. Um, yeah, so one last thing. Um, I posted a little while ago on uh, social media for our Facebook page. Um, I just wanted to get um, our, our listeners involved again, basically. And... Uh, so I posted a question earlier, which was, uh, well, just, sorry, a comment more than anything else. Uh, drop us a question in the, in the 
comment sections for either James or myself or both and we'll answer them for you on on air uh, we've had granted I apologise I didn't give you uh, guys enough <laughs> enough time to respond I should have yeah, done this yeah Stu did earlier. that in the fucking car yeah over I, I, I shit the bed <laughs> I, you know naughtily I typed this out while I was parked up at the petrol station filling up with you know big no no for the petrol uh, petrol station oh, in the street that? never mind we, we've only had the one response, which was our good friend Johnny Coop. Uh, what was the first ever match you remember seeing that got you both into wrestling? Oh, my God. What a fucking question that is. Uh, I, I, I remember mine. I don't. Um, mine was... We went off about this on the first ever episode, which was the WCW days when we had to record uh... it at one o'clock in the morning. And the one that stuck out for me more than anything else, and and as I said, it was my first introduction to uh, Mick Foley, and it was Cactus Jack versus Vader. When, yeah. When Cactus Jack literally broke, uh, sorry, Vader broke Cactus Jack's nose and eye socket. I think. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I remember mine. Oh, I'm gonna sense. go. I'm gonna go that mine because I can't remember because it was probably a superstars that I watched. So. It probably was. It was probably one of those enhancement yeah, talent yeah. matches. I remember when people used to take Sky for me, and I believe mine was the Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan mm. at Survivor Series '91. Oh, so the first. Oh, I've just yeah. Sorry, I've just heard something just come back into my head. Very very good friend of uh, my stepdad's, uh, Charlie Miller. Many 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 moons ago, we used to record like the pay per views off of Sky, and then you know we'd get a come, you know a step down come back home in the VHS. And the first one I ever watched on my own from start to finish, and I do remember talking to you about this afterwards. And it was was it SummerSlam that was in Wembley Stadium? Yeah, and it was obviously not the, you say. That's it. It was the Davy Boy Smith, British um, Bulldog, and Bret Hart. Yeah, I, I don't think we fully appreciated how good they were back then, did well, we? Well, I, I have read a few stories as of late to say that Davy Boy was absolutely off his tits on drugs. Yeah, he was apparently a concert. And Brett Brett. had to carry him the whole fucking time. Yep. Which, if that is true, well done, Brett. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. You have to Sometimes you have to take Brett with a grain of salt because yeah. Brett can be one moody motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love Brett, but he can. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, sorry, that was literally just popped into my head there. Yeah, so thank you, Charlie Miller, for the, for those many, many years of uh, backwards and forwards VHS tapes of uh, WWF pay-per-views. But, yeah, that, that, that is, yeah, that was the first ever pay-per-view yeah, I watched I, on my I, own. I, yeah. think, I think I have to go with Survivor Series 91 yeah. and The Undertaker and Hogan being the main event that yeah. I was hooked by. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there I we think go. we'll call it there. Yeah. I just want to do one quick apology because okay. I realised that we've gone through the entire top three sections and our debate section and I have completely forgotten to read out any of the comments that we had on social media. So massive apologies there and I promise I will do it properly next time. Yeah, we will. Uh, we do like to go go on tangents on this Massively. podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Please listen to it in sections if it's a bit too long. Yeah. And if you want to call me an arsehole for getting, for forgetting to read out your comments, feel free. It's actually I fine. think they'll be calling me in a bit of an arsehole on this one. <laughs> I, I actually went into a bit of a depressive mood bastard in the middle of this. So we'll leave this down to hashtags, which is hashtag Stew you Prick or hashtag James you Prick. There you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Anyway, guys, 
that's brilliant. Episode four, Jonathan Koo. Look forward to it. Just want a quick reminder of the topics, which is all down to Johnny this time. Yes. The ball's in your court, mate. See Be it. taking your topics. Yeah, your top three and then your topic of debate as well. Uh, thanks again for everyone for tuning in. Um, hope to his, uh, hope to have you all back on the next episode. That's episode three all wrapped up and done. Thank you and goodbye. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye.